Uh, well, what's up, everybody? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 4, Episode 20. Uh, yeah, we've been very busy lately. I've been trying to, you know, do some social media stuff on my main YouTube channel. Currently working on trying to get the main Nightwing podcast on my main YouTube mm-hmm. channel up on Anchor and Spotify. Because I know people said they wanted that. So I'm currently working on doing that right now. I have to potentially upload 100 episodes to Anchor and Spotify. That way it could all be in order. But it's okay. Happens. It's just how it goes. Yeah. But- Whatever happened to those rankings, eh? Yeah, we'll be doing eventually, just like my dad. He was a part of my life, you know? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean, we don't, like, we, we we talk about them and, like, what we think of players and how we would rank them anyway on stream. So we, we don't need to, like, just oh, like pull we up, a like, tier list, like we did earlier this, uh, last well, year. Well, well, like, last year, I'm just saying, like, we don't, and, and like, the, in spring and stuff, we did that. I'm just saying, we it's fine that we didn't. You know this year, and if and if we don't anymore, just like because we already basically talk about it, like we say where we would rank them or what we think of each player individually anyway, and what our MVPs for be. Like we don't need to just like pull up some word document at this point. So I think it's fine. Uh it depends on the day. Depends on how I feel. One day I'm just gonna put Beerson as number one just to satisfy all those fucking Beerson uh-huh. dick writers. Yeah, out yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Some days you know you feel black. Some days you feel white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I speak the ancient Asian language, right? I, I, I'm a tier three Amaranth sub. That's how it works. But uh, to let you guys know what's going on, uh, the channel name changed. You guys know why I did that. YouTube unlocked the community tab for the channel, so I'm more able to frequently update you guys on stuff that is going to happen on the channel. You know, I'm going to start putting out more polls and what videos and content you guys would like to see. Uh, I have a new video series. We're going to start immediately when the lock-in tournament starts because i know we have the big thing with the lec format that just got revealed so today's episode won't be that long it's gonna be our usual hour 20 hour 30 max because i gotta go to the bank i gotta go to the store so we're gonna get in here you have a bank damn that's kind of how you save your money you fucking dirty shit bastard i need someone to cut clip that he said you have a bank uh, well, what I, I, yeah, I didn't realize black people had banks. Thought they were too uh, broke. Yeah, yeah, they they just store shit in their fucking dresser in their Section Eight housing. You fucking maple syrup. Yeah, 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 and then they have the revolver, you know, like in Goodfellas in their dresser. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, speaking of banks, did you see that post uh, by DRX? I mean, that was pretty uh, funny. That, I, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god! Imagine if that was actually real. Good lord! So. This is what we're going to do, guys. For this episode, we're going to keep it in order like we always have been for every single episode. LEC first, then LCS stuff. So all of the LCE 2023 Spring Split teams have been revealed. Before we get talking about that, I'm going to you know share out the stream, yeah. and I'm going to ask for the usual. But yeah, um, you know, I, I love how your thing's called LEC 2023, but it's like then all the, the rest of the topics just have nothing to do with LEC, not a single one. <laughs> Well, I thought I'd just combine it all at once because, like, what can I... This was so much LEC news. You know what's crazy is that LEC is going to be changing up their formats and then LCS is going to stick with the same regular BO1 shit. And, oh, our fucking viewership. Oh, my Well, God. anyway, if this offseason proved one thing, it's that all the, the other three regions should have expanded to two to four teams immediately after this year. And just looking at how this offseason is going, yeah, it's pretty much uh, proof. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
definitely, uh, you know, I'm really confused with, uh, so, so, so let, let me get this straight. Okay, I know we're going to get into it later, but let me get this straight, Dig, all right? You had the chance to get a roster of players such as Impact or Someday, Santorin, Jensen or Power of Evil, Sven or Neo, and Ignar or Afromu for for the 2021 offseason and the, well, sorry, the 2021 season and the 2022 season and you didn't do that, and now that it, it, and now after reports saying you were basically like kind of broke and you're almost sold your spot to Sentinels, now you pay up all your fucking money to do this. Like, how, how does this make any sense? And, and why didn't you do this the last year or two when you could have? I, I think they had money. I think they did. They just were just trying to be cheap in yes, budget. So if, so if the roster panned out, they could just sell the prospects for a lot of money. I think they yeah. have money, you know. But again, I'm saying this is what they should have done last year or the year before. Jensen, Santorin, they, they could have got someday. That would have been great over our mood, in my opinion. They could have got Sven. You could They could have got him off of Cloud9 to play ADC again. And then, you know, Ignar or Afro move returns, one of the two. Like, they... I don't know why they didn't do this fucking roster, you know, prior, but. <laughs> well, they wanted to simply just, like I said before, you build up an academy team and academy team and you play these players and people realize that NA players kind of suck. NA players do, just don't get teams because people just don't like them. They're well, actually well, not that good. Well, listen, <laughs> I agree, but that's why we have Hoon to rescue NA. Exactly. You know, like I, hey, Team Liquid is building an all Korean roster. You know, who might be your guy, you know, for your... Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm disappointed Tenacity isn't going to EG, but does that mean he stays on 100 Thieves and is their starter now? Pretty much. That's pretty much what's going to happen. Uh, okay. I mean, if that Travis Gafford video that I just did a response to is panning out, yeah, Tenacity will be their top laner. Yeah, I, I mean... That's, holy God, that's if Tenacity good. sucks like Kenvy did, I'm about to be so mad. Because everyone uh, uh, does okay. that. Kenvi did not. He 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 had he, he had sucked. You know, Stop capping. He sucked. What's wrong? No, with he you? no he was he sucked in the beginning because he was still getting finding his foot and he was nervous and and because what you mean? No, but you know <laughs> he he found his foot in more and he wasn't great. But you, he's plays he played for the last place team in LCS basically. He played for Immortals with fucking lost. Power of e evil sucking ass. Uh, reve re revenge and ignore. Revenge is a pretty good player from what I recommend. <laughs> yeah, like, the, and, and also, like, here's the thing MSK doesn't realize. It's like, when I say certain players like uh, Kenvi are great, what I mean is just, I I'm not saying they will play great right, right away or they will. I'm saying that's what their potential is or they're great. It, it, for NA stand prospect standards or great for like bottom team standards that uh, with like what they can possibly get is what my, that I mean because it, because if I meant that literally then all just all fucking like a hundred players in the LCS would be considered great like I just mean for that standards like obviously Kenvi wasn't gonna be beating the, the the top junglers in the league still. You know, he's not that. He, literally he not could. true. If he was actually good, you're like, yeah, I was right. No, I'm, I'm no saying way. he. No, I'm saying he could be still. Uh, are okay. they gonna? Are, are they gonna roll with him next year or no? Uh, it looks like they will. They're gonna keep revenge and Kenvi. Good. Okay, good guy. they're keeping. They're keeping revenge. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> 
Nurse had one good game this entire year. That's when he played set against Team Liquid. He had one good game this whole year. Well, why are set- of all cops in the league? They're like they are. They just want to like keep prevent. Like seriously, I can think of so many fucking better ones to like give this opportunity to than revenge. Like holy, <laughs> this is like when they had they just had like Kiwi Kid. There the whole time, and he was like ruining I'm a cutie pie. His fucking career, Jesus oh Christ! Like I fucking subbing Kumo for all I care, he would be better. Jesus Christ! They could have probably gotten Philip, and I'd probably be a bigger upgrade over Revenge. Yes, or, or at this point, just get Alorum again. He would be better. Jesus Christ! My boy Alorum a spot. Alorum can't play, but Revenge can. I just anyway, I don't understand a- it. Anyway, but I'm not saying Tenacity will work out, but. His potential is he's like kind of like an Alfari lane dominant type guy, plays a lot of like Jason, uh, Aatrox, and stuff like that. And he, his potential is around like how Fudge played in summer 2021. That's like, okay, where my he could thing reach here it. is like a lot of people that say some of these prospects are good have to understand if you have good things around you, that's going to make you look better. Is it his individual play that's good, or is the people around him making him look good? There's always a combination of both. You know, well, 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 on 100 Thieves Academy, I thought that was the case with Tenacity for a little while because he was still showing issues he never improved on. And G- Jesus Christ. Yeah, did you see his tweets recently? Just Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine, like, being an LCS org and your franchise player was revenge. Yeah, imagine <laughs> your franchise is so bad that fucking revenge plays for you for three years in a row. How? <laughs> Holy fuck. I mean, it's it's almost as bad as having Destiny there for a fucking a year and a half. Jesus Christ. I, I'd much prefer they kept Destiny. I'd much prefer that. At least they were trying to win the game, at least. I mean, he would pretty much play Nautilus and just pretty much anchor himself to a, a sinking ship, but no, it's crazy how he played garbage. Nautilus and it was a sinking ship. No, it, it was garbage. They should have just... Uh, instead they... of getting Ignar or keeping Destiny, they should have just they should have did a swap with it because since they were releasing Isles anyway, they should have mm-hmm. just did that swap. I mean, Isles didn't play good, but he still had some potential left to grow, and he wasn't like some pop off games. Yeah, yeah, it, it it wasn't terrible. Like I would have mm-hmm. taken him over how Ignar and Destiny both played. I mean, I don't know if where what Isles what team he's even on right now. I think he went back to Oceanic or something. Yeah, he did. He played on Order. Oh, not order. Yeah. Um, Chiefs. He was he was on Chiefs earlier at Worlds. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, no, no, he, no, no, no. He wasn't on. Uh, was it, he on it Chiefs? Was, I no, swear it, he was on there. Yeah, no, no, no. They they had like uh, Draguke and another or another support oh, okay. lane. They had they had two, but it, he wasn't one of them. Oh God! He might have got recently signed by them, but yeah. This off season has been it's been in- interesting to say the least. I mean. I don't know what else to really say about like the LCS sometimes because the LCS is moving pretty slow this year. You yeah. Still, oh, so no, he's still he's still fast. teamless. Wow. After May, he's still teamless. That is surprising. The okay. thing with IMT is that they went and got lost, who was pretty bad. When you're thinking yeah. to yourself, if you want a decent ADC that might get you some wins, they could have got King. I think King would have been fine. He might have made him that much better, but that's better than Lost. Lost is bad. Lost was well, really again, bad, guys. Uh, again, you know, Kane, it, it's, it is a tragedy what happened. Like, for Lost to get get all those LCS chances and not King, even though King was objectively the better version of Lost through Academy throughout all those years, just because he lo- looked a little off and, you know, his debut games for Cloud9 is... Yeah, pretty piss poor, and then you know he 
he, he, he looked terrible, you know, in the games where they didn't berserk or lost his visa and stuff. But, I mean, you can't really blame them when they were just shoved into that situation. But, anyway, now he's, like, an older player. He's, like, 24 or something, so or 25, so teams probably won't give him a chance. But I think that the reason what I think they were trying to do with Losto is because he still wasn't good on Golden Guardians, but in comparison to how he was prior, he did technically improve, and he wasn't, like, the worst ADC in the league. He was, like, around the 7th or 8th, which is, which was technically stone upgrade because they had the 10th and 11th best ADCs prior in Wild Turtle and Arrow. So, so and they had Ole there as well, who's now released, and, he, you know, he's the same sort of deal, like 7th or 8th best support was, you know, also not doing good at, at all either like missing a lot of hooks so i think what they're what they and what they're th- i mean what they were thinking was uh that loss would his play style would go well with a support like ignar or and that um that loss was carrying the bot lane for them out of him and ole instead of ole and that you know if he has a better support then he'll keep improving so i and so I guess that was their mindset. Uh, yeah, that definitely didn't work out. But <laughs> My thing here with IMT is I just don't know why they keep making bad roster decisions. Like, it just keeps blowing my mind. And these orgs say they want to be competitive, but then you have revenge on your team. That just, that just blows my mind. I, I, I mean, I, I don't blame IMT for, like, the, I do. the last – the la- well, not the last split because the last split was just, like, you know, let's try to – well, salvages as best as possible instead of sitting there and letting you know the team rot like fucking Golden Guardians and other teams did last year. And they tried their mm-hmm. best. They got you know uh, what looked like to be upgrades with who was available that they could have gotten. And so loss was and not they, an upgrade. Loss was a fucking trash. Well, well they uh, with up. how Arrow and Wild Turtle were doing, he looked like at least like a a tad bit of an upgrade. I'm not going to lie, man. They should have just bought King from cloud nine. If he was available, like if they could have did it, they probably should have, because that would have salvaged their Not I mean salvaged, maybe got the playoffs, but the players, they chose just bad. Damn. She's hot. Holy shit. Oh yeah, my goodness. Jesus I'm looking, Christ. Just look guys. These hot girls keep throwing themselves at me. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just surprised. Like power, power of evil looked like a top three mid laner in fucking spring, despite all the garbage around him and being on, the worst team in LCS, but then in summer he that then he looks like the worst mid laner. But when he good all year, he had a pretty rough year, all things considered. It's crazy he's not going to be in the league. You know what's crazy, people? Is Power of Evil and Pole Belter, who the LCS and by committee people voted, these are like the best guys in LCS history. They were they were literally fourth and fifth. These got yeah yeah somewhere on there. These guys don't even have teams. Factoring guys. Pobelter was voted top five LCS mid laner of all time. And he still hasn't been on a team in how many years at this point now? Like what? It's been well three? Oh, no. three Who, who's it rumored that Immortals has though for their mid laner this year? Because they did ex- after spring they extended Power of Evil till 2023, uh November. So I thought he was gonna stay on there him. one more year. Maybe they might play him. But from the stuff that I've been seeing, it looks like they're probably not. I I don't okay. know. He looked – I wouldn't give up on a player like that either, though. Like, people are so quick to yeah, give up on players. Like, like so I thought fast. they would keep Kenvi and Power of Evil and try to gain more synergy there. But then I thought they were – I thought they would dump the other three. But I, I, I guess think, they're keeping um, revenge. Kenvi's synergy does not 
go very well with Power of Evil because I think Kimmy wants to do stuff early on. I think Power of Evil is not going to be that kind of player. Yeah, but I guess they want to give it more time, maybe. I thought they Olive. would do. But, you know. Olive would be their mid laner. Oh, uh, uh, okay. A Blaze Olive. Hello. So, uh, let's talk about the LEC 2023 Spring Split team. So, the, all the teams are done. Essentially, like, anything can happen, guys. Literally, fucking Yankos could be like, I don't want to join Team Heretics, and everything just fucking falls apart. But I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. So, uh, LEC Willow and Alejandro Gomez did a great job reporting on the news, and we have all of their teams ready to talk about. And the LEC coming up for this new season is going to have a new format change. Now, will the LCS do that? Probably not because the LCS is content with just apparently just being just a fucking shitload of a region. Honestly, mm -hmm. that's just how it works. Yeah. Intense, intensive. Sorry. I, uh, is that how you say his name? Uh, Who? Hello? No, the guy in chat. Intense. Uh, is intensive. that how you say it? Where's tactical yeah. going? Oh, to the it, unemployment line. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. No, I was just going to say, yeah, it is insane how, Power of Evil has like played for 10 years all on separate teams, 10 teams for 10 years, basically. Power of Evil is I, I genuinely think he's a good player. I don't know what happened this year. I just think he had a bad year. I, and the thing is, like, people in the LCS are just so easy to give up on some players. And there are players that you need to give up on immediately because there's no future in some of these players. But some players like Power of Evil, you I mean one bad season doesn't really imply that they're dog shit because power people has saved some teams from being even worse. Uh, than yes. Okay. But like there, there were like five or six import mid laners who are better than him though. In How much LCS. money were they charging? Cause if they're so, not charging what power people is charging, fuck them. <laughs> yes. But anyway, and that, so, so yes. And he's still like, you know, in the bottom four, like, but if you're a bottom, you know, a bottom four team, instead of picking up players like Power of Evil, as, you know, the analyst table said in the offseason before, like, it would be better just to try to do, like, the CLG route instead, instead of mm -hmm. just picking up, you know, like, seven for six yeah. place, you know, import, you know, ranked, I mean, uh, import like, like if you're picking up, Like, if you're picking up Power of Evil, you might as well put him on a top-tier team. Because, yeah, he's going to improve a bottom-tier team, but what's that really do? You know, yeah. that's not really going to be doing anything. Uh, like, you know? again, Im imagine uh, if they actually, if, you know, they had got fucking, like, last place both splits this year. Imagine if instead of getting Power of Evil and fucking Wild Turtle again, they just got the, you know, the fucking five fire and value. that, And they would have gotten 12th place with that roster. <laughs> uh well, it couldn't have gotten any worse, but with how they oh, were doing. They, they could have probably, it, it probably would have been an improvement. Teams. No, they were literally the best mid laner and ADC to get from the academy and amateur circuit, but nobody picked them up, even though they were stomping everybody and stomping okay. all the players who didn't went to people LCS. in academy means nothing. No, but LCS no, like but LCS. no, but they were playing against LCS players as well who were like moved down there for a little while, and players who then you know were signed the next year and did great this year. They stomped all of them. But they didn't get teams over the others just because they were each like twenty three or twenty four years old. So they're like, "Yep, too old." It's like, right, what guys. the fuck? Let's go over the LEC twenty twenty three spring split teams. Now, I can't really formally talk about the format right now because I have to go and dig into it myself. So we'll just talk about the teams. We'll start at the bottom row and then we'll work our way up. All right, we'll start at the bottom row. We're gonna start with Excel. Excel's newest roster will be Odawamne, Xerxes, Vethio, Patrick, Targamas. Odawamne, 
has been playing forever. I mean, literally what I started watching EULCS back in the day, he was on H2K, he's been on Splice, he was on Rogue. You know, this guy's had success in the, you know, EULCS actually, you know. And the thing here with Odawamne is that he finally won his first trophy and he won it with Rogue. Now, from everything that we've been hearing, uh, it was pretty much uh, the coaching staff didn't want to utilize him anymore. They kind of wanted him to get off the team, so they chose to get someone else. So Odawamne ends up on Excel, and I think that's a huge upgrade over Finn. Xerxes is kind of a side grade to Markoon. I think Markoon had a – not Mar- Markoon, be Advian. Uh, no, yeah, it'd be Markoon. My bad. Advian was support. My bad. Um, Markoon played – you know, about as well as Xerxes did. I, I think they're like two sides of the same coin, but I think Xerxes has more upsides than Markun, and I think he has higher highs. And reuniting Odawamne and Xerxes from their previous splice team maybe might have a bigger effect on Excel. I think Vethio played well on Misfits easily, one of the best mid laners in the LEC this year, carrying that dog shit team they fucking had. You know, yeah, he kind of failed in the playoffs, but I mean, everyone expected that. You know, um, what did you expect from Misfits in the playoffs? They were going to go out in the first round, like everyone predicted. I mean, uh, nothing he can do there. Well, well I mean, uh, obviously they're going to lose to G2 or whoever they They're to any team. But, uh, they, were, they were horrible. They were lose to any team. You could have put them up against well, fucking Excel. They would have lost to No, I, I genuinely, you know, well, how they were doing in the regular season, and which I didn't think was just a best of one thing. I genuinely thought they were the favorites going in until uh, Fnatic it looked like Fnatic was improving more and more in their uh, after winning their best of five against XL. But before they faced off against XL and beat them there, I thought, you know, going in, Misfits would actually, you know, beat whoever won that best of five. But again, it, it, it's I, I genuinely think they were better than Mad this year, though. That That's why that, that format thing was complete bullshit. Like, with how Mad did at, in play-ins in and playoffs. then, you know... The, First, no, no, planes, worlds as well, and yeah. playoffs like Miss and how Misfits would have done any big, better. They would probably look even worse. That's how bad Misfits Misfit were. M- Misfits looked way better. They did not. G2. Misfits looked like shit. Misfits looked pretty bad. Uh, a lot of Misfits better. wins came from other teams throwing. That's how they got a lot of their wins. And, and they still look better than how Mad did. They did not. Into, they only yeah. gave they gave them Akali and Yumi, and when you took those away, they looked like complete dog shit. That's what happened. <laughs> What yeah, is wrong they, with they, you? Did they, Neon they pay you? Better. Are you Neon spokesperson? What is wrong with you? Well, yes, because he did great and you all doubted him. But anyway, Neon uh, is a weak side eighty carry. That is and not, a great and, okay. and a great one. He's about a sixth place eighty carry, and he can stay there. Um, Patrick Fifth. and Targamas as a bot lane. I, I think okay, Targamas got pretty gapped as the year went by. He just got worse as the year went by. I think he peaked at MSI in spring, which I thought he looked pretty good then, but he just mm-hmm. was on just on a downward trajectory with yeah. Flacid as the year went by. I, I don't know why XL would really grab him, given how he played really bad from summer all the way till Worlds was over. I don't know why they go like, you know what, I gotta have that guy. I would have probably grabbed someone else, but if they think there's something good with him, um, okay. I, I, well, I think he'll turn it around. I and... think he has the potential to. I, I, I'm not saying he can't, but it was looking really suspect. Well, he was G2. like the he was like the best support in the league in spring, and he played great at MSI. I do think, I do think it was more half of his games in summer, not all of them. And then, but yeah, and then playoffs and world, so he did struggle. But I, mm-hmm. I, I think it's more of honestly. I think like there were some 
disagreements maybe uh he, they didn't know like how to utilize him like he, I, I just don't think he provided I, I don't think he provided anything like the other, other supports did maybe uh, I in just, spring, he just I, I just I, I don't know a lot of people think he's like this uh, uh, the support you can put on like pike and shit but not really. It's like some champs like yeah. new new, but for the most part, I don't think they knew his strengths pretty well. I think he'll turn it around. I just don't know how this pair, well, well, if this you know bot lane pair does well, if they, if they think, don't have good synergy, then I think he's the better support for Patrick's playstyle. But I, I, I don't think they have the level of firepower they have from their bot lane with Mickey X mm-hmm. and Patrick. I think this is a better partner for him, but. I think it's it's not. Oh, I would say it's a weaker bot lane. I think it's about even because Mickey X didn't play that well either. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I want to know how much Zerxe uh, paid them to get on this team because <laughs> Odawamne wanted him. Odawamne was like, "I want that guy." <laughs> again, he he had another Zerxe season where he started off great again, like look looking like a new Zerxe, and then as this split went on, got worse and worse. That's every Zerxe season, and not only that, but. Anytime you try to put him on a roster with like what what looks like four great players, he always mm. fucking flops. It's like he he does better on the worst teams. So I, I think like because we, we're not ranking them right now. I, I like Excel's moves. It's just mm. I'm not a hugest fan of the Targamas pickup, but other other than that, I like their, their pickups. They're all essentially upgrades. Odoamne is better than Finn. Xerxes is better than Mar Marcoon to some extent. Vettio's better than Nuke Duck. Thank God they got rid of that guy finally. And Patrick, he's always been there. And Targamas is about a yeah. side grade to Mickey X, given how their splits went. All right, let's go to Koi. As you guys know, Koi is pretty much just rogue, you know. Yeah. All right, so they so, – Jigenda. Okay, he played pretty bad in the LEC when I saw him. He played pretty bad. He's been on the ERLs for a while. I've not seen his ERL gameplay, but when he was in the yeah, LEC, I, he played I, pretty I, I bad. I did. I'll say, yeah, Vitality. Um, yeah, so he was on Vitality's B team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they they made the top four in EU Masters. Yeah. yeah, EU Masters. So they were about on the same level as uh, LDLC or whatever you call them, uh, mm-hmm. the other French team. I believe they actually made the finals over them or something. Um, I don't remember. It. Or, or actually, no, I believe it was uh, the it was BDS's B team that did, and then against uh, mm-hmm. against Heretics, I believe. But um, yeah, uh, he he did good. He, I think he's like, uh, hmm. he, he's like how Cabrashard Ka- Ka- did in uh, LFL, I think, last year, where then because of that, he got a gr- fantastic million dollar offer to play mm-hmm. on Fnatic last year as their weak side top instead of Wonder, and he declined it just because he had that. He's like an idiot because he had oh, that yeah. fucking Car- Carmine Corp, you know, fucking, uh, uh, what what do you call it? Uh, you know, well, well, no, that that dedication, and then also because he wanted to play with Reckless, and yeah, uh, you're <laughs> never gonna get an offer like that ever again. Good job, buddy. So my thing with Shigenda is the last time I saw him in the LEC, he played pretty bad. Hopefully, he improved in the ERLs. Now, if you're grabbing Shigenda, is that technically a downgrade over Odawamne or an upgrade in certain styles? Because Odawamne allows you to play certain styles, but certain carry champions he's not really that good at. Now, does Jigenda offer you more carry potential in the top lane? Maybe? Does he synergize better with Malrong? I, I don't know. Now, taking it, off it that... He does. But taking out taking Odawamne out, 
means that they don't have that veteran presence, that, that veteran presence. So that means the veteran presence would just be Larson. Larson has been their longest tenured player since they essentially joined the LEC, you know? Now, is Larson going to be that guy to lead the team? I, I really don't know. He's a pretty quiet dude. Like, Comp and Trimpy, one of the best bot lanes. I think the roster will work. They're still keeping four-fifths of the players that won the LEC. I think this will still be a top-two, top-three roster. It all depends on how Shigenda's going to play. That's it. If he plays good, yeah. they're going to be beat one of the best teams. If not, they might, at worst, I could say finishing fourth, at worst. Yeah. That's why I see uh, it. it. It's really will be 50-50 how he plays. I think he'll... I think it will be kind of like either Broken Blade, you know, did on G2. Like, he looks great in a lot of games have been man and a lot as well, like 50-50. Or it could just turn out disastrous for that. I think it could be like a, a con or Nuggery moment when they went to FPX, how they tended. All right, let's go to SK Gaming, Warren's team. Um, They have a Relevant who played on Misfits, who actually looked pretty good, given the circumstances. Marcoon looked pretty good. Sirtis, I thought, had some few pop-up games. Did a nice, a nice, decent, mid, you know, jungle top. Exa-Dick, Exa-Kick, their ADC, and Doss. Doss was randomly a guy that everyone just hated, just randomly. He played on Mis- Misfits as well, and he so he came in over Denik that one split, and then they put Doss out to bring back in Denik. It, it, it was a, it was a shit show in Misfits yeah. back in the day, guys. Why is yeah. Doss hated? I don't know. People say he's really toxic. I, I don't know, honestly. Uh, I already get it, but I mean, there, there are better supports that aren't in LEC. Definitely, uh, hmm. better supports. But um, but he's but he's definitely LEC material though. And uh, but yeah, he was the bot lane for LDLC, I believe. So. Yeah, and they definitely did fantastic. Uh, Exakick is and Jack Spectra are definitely going to be really hyped up coming into the year. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I- this is a good roster. Uh, you know, I-, I think Sirtis will improve and do very good. You know, around these players, but uh, I still think there were there are better options. I think out of the in comparison to the rest of the mid laners, you know, in the hmm. league, he's still one of the weakest and. Uh, yeah, I, I genuinely think fucking players like Tin Owens actually are just better than him at this rate. Good God, this guy is Brazilian love, even though he shits. No, 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 literally just Tin Owens. Every uh, the other players I could give two shits about. All right. What about my boy Talkers? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh God! So I, I, I know it was rumored in the off season for the LEC that SK Gaming run to spend some money. If you guys actually thought that, you're on crack. This org is like never spent money on. Well, the, the, I mean, I'm sure Exakick and DOS cost a lot with how they did. Like the LDLC just stomped, and they were expected to win EU Masters until BDS uh, BDS's B team then like randomly started doing well with Adam and Shea, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then Heretics randomly won the gauntlet. With by the way, you know they were. They almost lost the unicorns of love in a best of five, and you know, I it, it, if they if unicorns of love won that, then they probably would have won as well. Like both of those teams were probably like the best. They just faced off against each other in the quarterfinals. Also, yes, intensive. Flackett got kicked out of the LEC, so people are probably gonna wonder where's Flackett. Flackett is playing on Team Heretics's academy team. That's where Flackett is at. <laughs> and and Flackett peaked in spring at peak in the Masai, and then fell off a literal cliff he took his duck and flew off the cliff and thought his duck could fly and the duck didn't fly they just (laughs) sank (laughs) i mean i I, i'm baffled he didn't go to 
it, it's like I understand he wants to try to play for a good team, but with how Jack Spectra did your net, unless he falls off a cliff as well, you're not going to get get play over him. Like you, you could have went to BDS's, you know, B team, and you definitely could have gotten a spot over Crowny later on. Like, so that's my SK Gaming. I think they're just going to be a middle of the pack team, like usual out in the first round of playoffs, if they even make playoffs, you know, because sometimes they're always that seventh team that doesn't make playoffs, actually. All right, let's go to BDS. So, Adam, remember that guy, Adam, that had that problems with upset? You know, the guy that played that Aurelia game earlier this year where he went, like, 0-10? and 10? Yeah, that guy. He's back, guys. I mean, I don't know why, personally. They – how do you uh, do this? They all in for him. Then he plays like shit. They kick him out. He goes to the academy, and he comes back. I I, I just yeah well, uh you know I I fucking Adam can suck a dick so I really didn't want him to come back but to you know credit where credits due he went to uh yeah their B team and yeah he just started stomping everyone one v nine there totally different player when he's in the ERL system like yeah he yeah. actually stomped everyone and he carried them to almost winning uh their league over uh. Uh, or you know or maybe dude? even they did, actually. There I was, think they might have. I remember when he first started playing for Fnatic, and he, he had those – it was a span of, like, two weeks. He played, like, Olaf and a few of the champions, and he looked pretty good. And then he never really got back to that form. He was still stable. But the thing here is he has no idea of macro or anything. He just kind of runs around the map with his head cut off. I, I, I don't know why you bring him back. Really. Yeah. I think they just brought him back because they don't really have any of their options, and they're like, yeah. oh, we have you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a cheap, safe option. They're like, well, you stomped, and they're like, hey, maybe you'll do better. Uh, maybe you'll do better. With, with, no, maybe you'll do better if you have your uh, some of your teammates with you as well from that. So you know what's also crazy, guys? Is aggressivo, right? Or is it the uh, the the jungler that TDS yeah, had? Uh, well, was it aggressive? Syncroft, my bad, it was Syncroft. No, no, Syncroft. I, I, Aggressivo was also actually doing all right under circumstances like irrelevant, but... Yeah, Syncroft, I think, played great on BDS. Yeah, but, year, yeah, but you're saying Sh Shayo also did great with Adam in their B team, so I guess what they oh. think is maybe mm. maybe they'll, if he had the chemistry of those teammates with how he did and they bring it over to LEC, then he'll find his foot in again, but, and with Crowny, uh, I don't know why Lebrov has a fucking team. Uh, Advian still isn't back in the league, and at this point might not ever be now, but Lebrov got another spot again after how he played. Uh, he, he, are you, he had, like, two games in playoffs where he actually – or, no, not in playoffs. It was fucking in summer where he actually looked like a real support again. <laughs> That's about it. Um, right. All right, let's go to the rest of the team. You have Nuclear Int. I, I, I think he looked like shit throughout this whole year. I don't know why you still keep him. Crowny and LeBrov. I don't know why. Crown, Crown Shot is a weirdly overrated ADC. He's a okay ADC. There's so much love for this guy, and he's not that good. I, I don't know where this love comes from. Maybe it's because he talks to LS and... Talks to Nemesis. I don't fucking know. People love content and think that's actually uh, a gameplay for some reason. Uh, no, he, he's one of those ADCs who kicks ass in like the lower league. So then everybody's like, why the fuck is this guy not on an LEC team again? Get him on him right now. So mm -hmm. And then the team's like, okay. And then they immediately put him back in LEC. And then he does, you know, and then he looks solid in like, you know, the first couple games and stuff. But then kind of just like, 
is not really there in games and then he gets mm-hmm. sent back down and then everybody's like oh whatever and then I, I i it just it's a repeated cycle i just i don't get it yeah that that's my thing is crown shot's not gonna be a player you can pretty much win anything with if, they, if that's their actual goal, but I don't think that's their goal with the roster like this. LeBron was, like, the worst support in the league. I don't know why anybody would pick this guy up. He looked like complete shit. I don't know, and we'll talk about Madden later. I don't know why. Like, Mad, we're like, you know what? Cars, you look like shit on Vitality. Come back and play for our org. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. All right, Vitality. Sad. Finishing up the bottom row. Photon, Bow, Perks, Neon, Kaiser. Photon was on T1's challenger team. That's also where Berserker came from at one point. So they're like, you know what, T1, you know how to bring up players. We'll trust you guys and want to bring up this top laner. Not the worst idea, in my own personal opinion, because T1 have been proven. They know how to bring up prospects, actually. Bo was the hyped-up player that was on FPX, imported to the LEC. They even said in the articles last year, remember, guys, Haru is just a stepping stone for Bo to come in. So Haru knew he, yeah. he only had one, one split. And he, Perks, I think he played well. I think Perks played well throughout the year. Yeah, he was fine. There, there, there was like a fucking axe behind him every game during summer. I like when it was announced and basically saying, yeah, Haru's here for right now. You know, he's going to be our jungler just for this split. Literally, they said just for this split. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, oh god neon and kaiser are going to be their bot lane so kaiser leaves mad lions he's playing my mad lions forever he's going to join vitality kaiser is a massive upgrade over lebrov neon is an upgrade over over karzy i i can say that i think this team might do better might it it's a big might i think person i think person is good I think Neon is fine for what they need. As long as Neon just doesn't auto-lose every single bot lane, which he didn't do this year, so I have faith in him this year, Kaiser will definitely be able to support Perks, I think, better than LeBrov did because LeBrov was just sitting there fucking, I don't know, getting mega mm-hmm. ass-fisted every single game. I, I mean, I will say I don't mind them giving uh, Nuclear Int another chance this year, but uh, 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 over... Uh, them their whole year, then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't mind because with, with the you know, promise I said, you're not he showed. This guy, you bastard. Well, listen, the promise he showed, I don't mind them giving him another chance. However, over Zyru was a little weird. But anyway, uh, for yeah, Photon is a, 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 an excellent, smart move. He uh, played fantastic. He, he was probably the number one player. Him and uh, the other top laner who then won the uh, uh, LCK Academy and MVP finals over him. Both probably like the best uh, LCK Korean Academy players. And yeah, so I, th- I think this will work out really well as long as the language barrier isn't bad. He plays all champions really. Uh, yeah. And then Bo, of course, uh, well, it should work out great. And then uh, Perks, you know, did super well last year. Um, and then I'm I have faith that Kaiser will return to form even even if it's not like to the same level he used to be on uh, enough where it, it's sort of like uh, how, how do I say um sort sort of like Mickey X maybe on uh where he'll at least like be stable and it, like a veteran presence enough where. You know, it, it he won't fucking eat your games away like fucking Hill is saying. All right, at Worlds, how about that? All right. Uh, my thing with Vitality's team is I I like their I like the upgrades the team has. It just 
it all depends on both. Like, I, I think one of the biggest well, reasons synergy. why... Yeah, it also depends on synergy with perks. I mean, maybe they've been duo queuing together for a little bit, and maybe they've already developed it. They've been grooming Bo <laughs> from earlier this year. So I, I think the roster just depends on Bo. If he's as yeah. good as he was on FPX, then I think the roster's going to be pretty and good. And I think he will be, because he was literally... He, he literally looked like the best jungler, not 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 just like one of the best junglers in the LPL, not just the best jungler in the LPL, but the best jungler in the world. All right, at, at that time, and then he has literally murdered everybody in solo queue in EU in, in this time. I think it will work out, and every other team that didn't take this gamble and also didn't sign him in spring, so then he could end up playing in summer uh, is just fucking has retardation. I think uh, I don't know why it took this long, but anyhow, uh, yeah. Uh, neon now again, like as Warren said before, super teams, I guess that's why like they don't want because Bo's kind of a carry photons kind of a carry perks. Uh, perks isn't really anymore. So you could say that, but so they don't want like too many carries, I guess, because again, mm -hmm. super teams always kind of flop and we just saw DRX win world. So, I, I guess that's their mentality, but I mean, if you had fucking upset over Neon, though, then holy fuck, this, I, I, I would say, I would actually predict Vitality to win the LDC if they had upset there. Yeah, also guys, upset will not have a team. That's crazy. But we'll get to that in a little bit. All right, now we're going to the top row. Astralis is Finn, 1-3, one, 1-1-3, one, one, Dejour, Kabe, and Jenghoon. I think Jenghoon uh, played good. I think Kabe was Kabe. <laughs> That's not a good thing, guys. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, Dejour was just Dejour, and they have Finn now. Now, they upgraded Vizachachi with Finn. Okay. I don't know who the fuck 1144228 is. Uh, he might be a football uh, okay, player. Okay, okay, listen. You could get Remy's dead corpse to play in top lane. It would be an upgrade over Vizachachi, <laughs> so let's just stop. Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to hell for that joke. I think, I think Dejour had some carry games, but... I really what do you even say about Astralis though? Like these smaller orgs or these lesser known orgs in the LEC are like, yeah, we want to be better this year. Then you build a roster like that. And then you go, Ugh. no, you don't. I mean, Jang is gonna be off this org if he plays like he did earlier this year. I guarantee that. I I, I just I have no words. I just think this is gonna be probably like an eighth, ninth best team in the LEC. Honestly. Finn, really Finn? Finn pretty much looked like shit toward the latter end of the split, guys. Uh, he looked pretty off. I, I don't know why why they keep making moves like this. Then they get mad at other people for calling them out for being bad. I don't get it. I just don't get it, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I, I genuinely I, I do not understand what their plan is, um, but 113 literally sucked. He, he was an <laughs> inter. Uh, for Carmine Court, the worst jungler in the ERLs. Yes, uh, it, it, but they're like he, he's seventeen, so he gets a pass. Come on over. It's like, <laughs> and then he's like, and it's like he knows he sucks, so he's like he doesn't mind going Astralis for one year and then having his career ruined. Just like get that money keep... quickly. Why couldn't Astralis just get Zanzara? You know, Zanzara is also bad, but you know, it'd be better than having who they have probably have there. I, I don't know. Like at least Zanzara can play Poppy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. At least he can maybe hack some games for you. 
all right team heretics this is basically uh misfits misfits got bought by team heretics the roster is evie yankos ruby jack spectra and mersa evie used to play on dead nation fuck me he's finally he was the first budget japanese player to be imported into a major region so that's good for him yeah so how again this is the same thing with uh tenno still not being imported somehow uh this isn't to say Evie doesn't deserve it. He's been doing fantastic for ever. Same thing with Yara, Ron, and all of them, all right? And Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steel's the same, you know, as good as River, I would say. It's like, I just, I do not understand why it took this long, though. And now that he's, like, 27 years old, now you're doing it. Like, that is uh, just shocking to me, but... You know, he deserves it, though, and I think it will actually work out well. So, uh, yeah. Well, Yankos, as you guys know, is going to be their franchise player. That's that's probably without a doubt. They paid good money for Yankos. I think G2 gave up on Yankos a little too soon, which is crazy to say. I think he had a pretty good year, all things considered. He had some off games. Like, everyone has some off games. But I still think he's one of the best junglers in the LEC. You can even argue he's the best jungler in the West. That's another argument you got for another day. Um, I think that's fine that they have him. That's a good piece to have. I don't know who I haven't seen Ruby play. I'm pretty sure um, he was in the ERLs or was in another it, league, yes, right? It, it, no, it was on Unicorns of Love, sexy edition. They won the mm-hmm. German league again. Again, they almost beat Heretics, who won EU Masters in a five game. So they took them the five games they could have won it, and they probably would have won EU Masters if they then did with, uh, of course, win some, you know, legend now. Now, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Legendary uh, he, he's. <laughs> He's good. It was mainly, I would say, his jungler and well, not not even much his jungler. Honestly, more just like Scarface and certain games when he would pop off. And then uh, if Evie uh, has his pop off games like he normally does, and I I've only ever seen him play at Worlds, and he, I I thought he's always been a pretty good top laner, all things considered. I think that's a Evie and Yankos. I think will be a good top side duo. I don't know about the other guys. I mean, Mercy I know about. He was on Misfits. Mercy was off as fuck yeah i i don't know yeah I, i'm very like this, i, I this, do this i do think a good, dark horse but... team this could be one of the dark horse teams no i, I think I, I think they'll make playoffs and i, I, think that, I just yeah it's just i i don't know rube i say ruby's good i would describe again the the players that uh cloud nine picked up diplex and uh anemis or or a menace or whatever you call them anemones uh, what the fuck is yeah, anemones yeah whatever <laughs> um yeah i would say he's in he's an improved version of a menace or whatever or but i would say he's weaker than diplex so diplex so all right, let's go to Mad Lions. They have Chase. Oh, but yeah, you didn't mention Jack Spectra though. He, oh yeah, uh, he's, he's a player. Yeah, you know? yeah, he's gonna. If he literally single-handedly, pretty almost. Yeah, actually, yeah, he did. That's why he's the only one on Heretic still. Him and, and then some games, Zyru. Yeah, they just he single-handedly carried Heretics to win EU Masters. He raped everybody. Literally took his dick out and raped all of them. He could possibly be the best ADC in this split. But at the same time, he's with Mursa, who just is Mursa. But at the same time, he also had a shit. He had White in or whatever his fucking name is. So, hey. All right. So, yeah, Jack Spectra, he's... The only thing I've heard about him right now is that people said he would be the better player to play over Flackid. 
as for their carry potential, which I think is good. I think people have this weird boner for Flackett. If Flackett plays well in the ERL and one of these teams have a pretty off split coming up, you can see Flackett maybe getting an offer to join. I think he would join any team, honestly, to play. But if Jack Spectra is the better player to play right now, I think that's good. Mursa, uh, man, some of these moves are like really Mursa. That's who you want again. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. They're probably like, hey, you, you're here. You you made playoffs. You you can stay. Mad Lions, they have Chasey, Elyoya, Niski, Karzi, and Hillisang. So Chasey was someone that played on what x7 esports right yeah out of all the player yeah he, he he did um they they were in the top eight or i believe was yeah they were in the mm-hmm. top eight i believe uh again that team was very good uh they faced a hard again also a hard matchup in the uh quarterfinals though so they got mm-hmm. knocked out there i think 3-0 but yeah they, they they were overall there wasn't like a standout on a team like all of them were good like i remember uh like what? What's that guy's name again? There was that support who who's literally like thirty years old now. Who was on uh, who was on the team? I'll, I'll, I'm gonna try to find what his name was, but he even he he, he might have been actually like their best player. Or so, but anyway, uh, yeah, he's he's so yeah, he's good. I think he'll do well, but I don't think there's much like growth left. Same thing with Ruby. I think they're kind of like. What what you see in there, in like the first like nine games or something, is what you'll get for the, you know, rest of time. I think with them in LEC, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah, it was it was Kassin or or Kassin, whatever you call his name. Sing? I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, jeez, what yeah. an old dude, what an old man. Yeah. All right, so okay, the situation with El Yoya was. I, I was even saying, yeah, G2 are probably going to pick up El Yoya. Well, it turns out they almost did, but the offer apparently was for like two-something million dollars, and Mad Lions are like, can I get four? And G2 were like, you can go fuck yourselves. And I'm being honest with you guys. I'm probably like, well, G2 is cheap. First of all, no Western player on the history of this planet is worth $2 million. If you're paying $2 million for a Western player, take your org, burn it to the ground, and get the fuck out of the league. That's overpaying. That's literally inflating the salaries. El Yoya is not worth $2 million. If you're going to pay $2 million for a player, go to the LCK or the LPL and buy some big-name players. El Yoya is not worth $2 million. I, I agree with you on that. That is too much money. Neville's got $4 million. No, $4 million for El Yoya. No, fuck that shit. You can get something way better than that. Or it's cheaper. El Yoya, $4 million? No, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, that's why well, I, 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 well, I, I think... It would be worth it if he played like how he did in summer last year and four spring. Million? No, dude. Well, two million for each. That's around like. Uh... If you're gonna pay four million for a player, you better give me canyon levels of gameplay. And that's your minimum I need. Yes, but I'm I'm just saying this is the West. They throw around a lot of money, so this is you can't think of it as much that way. All right, but uh, I mean, with how much the shitty players that NA has overpaid like Hooney and Sword Art as a Jesus Christ. And it isn't that it's just like again, summer and spring I would understand he, he was fantastic, definitely. Um like he was on the struggling team sort of with uh well struggling mid laner and spring but well, mainly just yeah. the mid laner that dragged them down. But yeah, he still looked like I'm a, not saying he's bad. The thing here is I think mm, I, Damn, like, because the thing here is, I think the money they would have offered is not worth it. Because I, I know James brought this point up too, because he said, um, the money doesn't matter. 
if there's no salary cap. But that that's not the point. James is watching this. The point is, is if I'm giving you that much money for that player, that player needs to play really good. Okay, that's the but, point but of it. okay, here's the thing, though. You have to. Elioia, okay, you, you have to look at the rest of the league. Malrain has, he, he's great, but he has like one play style. Basically, he's a one dimensional player. And mm -hmm. so Elioia is kind of better than him. Xerix says he's definitely better than Marcoon. Yeah. Sheo, mm -hmm. yeah. Bo, you don't know how it's going to turn out. 1 1 3. Yes. Yankos is getting up there in age and he regressed this year. So, so it's the same thing kind of like with Bjergsen when he retired, become a coach, and then Jensen kind of became the best mid laner automatically in the offseason. Uh, with Team Liquid, that's why they gave him that contract. Uh, Razork, yes. Yike or whatever, you don't know how it's going to turn out either. So just based off of that, he's probably the uh, coming into the season, just like Jensen Pryor when Bjergsen retired the first time, uh, mm -hmm. the best jungler. And he also has just the most well-rounded play style overall. He can play like every kind of in every meta and so, and he's also still very young. He's like 20 or something. So yeah, you have to think of it that way. The thing here is the money that they would have paid for him. I don't think would would have been really worth it. I think the yeah, you're not you're not going to get a player like Canyon though to come to your team here. Probably you guess you can. All you do go over there, open some top ramen. Jesus fuck. Uh, so, oh, oh, so is Chaz going to join this or no? No, I, I don't like black people. That's how it works <laughs> on here. You know, um, Niski. The thing here is, guys. Oh, fuck. What well, he, he was supposed to go to BDS. <laughs> which I, which I think would have worked better for both sides, honestly. But the thing here is, guys, is Mad Lions wanted to get rid of Niski. You know, all players here that their orb wants to get rid of them. That usually never pans out very well. Usually, that player leaves by the end of the year. I think Niski is at worst a top five LCS LEC mid. Playoffs wise, he'll probably not do very well because playoffs in the LEC are much harder than the playoffs in the LCS. I think we I think we know that. By this point, now I think Niski and Elioia will be the core you're building around. Karzi's trash. I don't know. Car Mad could have gotten well. Mad could have kept Unforgiven. They had the better ADC. Mad could have probably got upset. Mad could have maybe maybe Reckless would have been better for them. They took the worst ADC in the league beside X Maddie. Karzi was trash. They had Unforgiven. They're like, you know what, Karzi, you played like dog shit the whole year. I mean, let's take you back. Oh, this is why these orgs are stupid. Karzi looked like the worst ADC. Why would you bring him back? He inherently would bring your team down. He inherently does. People are like, he's a good uh, shot-calling ADC. Target selection. You can get anybody to do that. I, 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 I would I would unironically take Forgiven over him. Unfor both? Maybe they'll both. I mean, if you, what if you had a Forgiven, Unforgiven bot lane? That'd be fucking bad. Uh, Hillisang, uh, you know, Hillisang is literally one split best support. Next split or support. Literally, I know people are in the conversation going, Hillsick's not, not a coin flip support. Yes, he is. You're actually blind and you need to watch any fucking games. I've seen this guy play for fucking seven years. This guy's a coin flip support. There's, I don't think there's any year he's been stable all the way through, except for maybe 2018 when he went to the finals that year. I think I like the Mad Lions roster. I just don't like the cards he pick up. They might finish top four, maybe, probably top five. Mm. I don't know. I think Carsey's a massive downgrade of Unforgiven. Hillsick and Kaiser are pretty much. Even just toss a coin, given the what what day Niski can compete. El Yoya is one of the best junglers. It's all just depending on how if Karzi could come back to form, which is not good to be like. I think Sean said it earlier. If Karzi can play as good as Wild Turtle, they'll be fine. That's bad. It's actually horrible if they do. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it with Mad. Uh, Fnatic. Fnatic had the best ADC outside of Comp in their team. They had upset. 
They're like, you know what? Reckless. I know you've left us like twice. How about you just come back a third time? Right? Yeah. This third time's the charm? God. <laughs> this is like, uh, I don't know, nobody <laughs> watches that garbage that now that it's dead, but God, there was like this player what? for in the Overwatch League uh, called Fizzer, who, Fizzer or whatever, who just who went on two separate teams who became top contenders, and then right before the championship tournament, the finals, you know, at the end of the year, he left them and then fucked them over, and they still kept getting team offers and then left them again, and they would just not learn. This is like this again, like with Fnatic. Like, so, so you have Upset, who became literally the best ADC in the league by far, and then you're going to kick him for... Reckless, who played like shit in LFL in summer, just because you feel bad for him, I guess. And and, and upset had looked great with Ruckus or or, or, or how do you pronounce his name and fucking in the uh, in the world's games they played together in. He looked better than with Hillisane whole fucking year. Also, you're fucking muted if you didn't know, but um, no, no, oh, I man, okay, Wonder, I think, came back to form. I think he proved people wrong because people thought he was just done. I think Wonder did a good job this year. Razork and Humanoid have the worst mid jungle synergy by far, like, they're not on the same page ever. Like, Humanoid kind of played well at Worlds, but throughout the whole throughout the whole year, Humanoid been a massive disappointment. Rux played two good games, and Fnatic are like, you know what. You're in. This man played two games. No, but it, it's games. not just that. He's been he's been playing amazing in their team for their uh, academy team. So, and they they needed again. It's sad to see, but they needed to move on from Hillisane eventually. Oh God, reckless! I don't know how he played with Carmine Corp. I heard he played okay, which is not good to hear. Well, no, he he played he played, okay. he played to reckless. Reckless standards in spring. They didn't win LFL, but then they won EU Masters spring, against. Right? No, they they didn't win. Uh, he didn't win in LFL. They didn't win in spring. Like okay. again, there, there's the there there's the, the, each regional tournament and championship. They didn't win that, yeah, yeah. but they but they you were top the, two. Yeah. They're they're top two or top three, so they qualify for EU Masters with uh, like Vitality and uh, LDLC, and then Dumb and LDLC rematching in the finals, and mm-hmm. EU Masters in spring, which LDLC, you know, beat them in LFL, uh, like 3-2 or something, but then they beat them 3-1 there, so they won EU Masters, which is the main thing. In summer, though, he played like uh, shit, honestly, outside of the odd game, like that game he got a pentakill in. He played like a mediocre or just average as fuck didn't do anything special kind of just like gave up and then they barely even made playoffs in lfl got like sixth place and then they got eliminated first round and yeah and one one three was honestly what also like the biggest reason for that fucking intern now he's on a stroll <laughs> what a fucker uh that's my thing with fanatic guys i'm just not happy i mean rooks i think played well at worlds when he got a chance but Reckless over unless upset wanted to just directly not play and he just didn't want to be on the team. That's one thing, but I mean, there it's was just, much it's just better so options. It's so this confusing. Is, like, it's I would argue this makes them worse. You could make an argument for that, but they did keep a core of players that did 
somewhat well. I'm sorry. Either you do Upset and Ruckus, or you do Reckless and Hillisane. One of the two. You don't do this. Yeah, God. They could have themselves got Unforgiven. They could have got Unforgiven if they wanted to. Yeah, they that would have been better. Like, you're like, you know what? Let's just dust off this old Reckless. Yeah. Like, what were they thinking? They're like, we have the best, one of the best ADCs in the world right now. All right, let, let's throw him to the trash show and get reckless, bring back Reckless instead. We're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, Reckless and Hillisane have played with each other for like fucking eight years, so at least they got that chemistry. Now, let's throw Hillisane away now. I, I, I think Hillisane genuinely wanted to leave. I mean, unless they, unless he didn't want to play with Reckless anymore. I, I'm pretty sure they offered Hillisane to stay. I'm pretty sure they yeah. did, but he was I like, don't know. I, I think Hillisane has like two years left. You guys said that two years. I hate you guys so much. All right. Well, no, I, I mean, I mean, playing to like what what I mean is that this is what I mean. Players can play for as long as they want. Like we've seen it with like Afrimu. What I meant by that is, as in like meaningful game where you have any chance at like winning the championship. I think this th- this year was Hillisane's last year. As I said two years ago, when I said he had like mm-hmm. two years left. Now I think he's kind of like the, I don't see him ever like. It's, it's the same thing with, like, Miffy when he uh, joined Origin and, and TSM and all that. Um, and then he realized that and became a coach, which Hillisane could have. But, uh, yeah, I guess he wants to keep playing. But, uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, I don't think this Mad Lions team is going to make Worlds either. I think that's well, done. Made making him. Worlds. We're, we're a little too far away from that. This is winning spring. Yeah. Uh, last team we have is uh, G2. Bitch, bitch. Yike. Caps, Han Sama, Mickey X. Uh, I mean, I don't know who the fuck Yike is. So uh, y- Yike is the uh, LDLC jungler. Broken Blade looked pretty bad most of the year. I don't know why they keep I, him. I, I imagine, yeah, Yike was like the best player on LDLC who won both LFLs this year. And again, they've been like the best LFL team for ages, kind of like th- that Oregon team, kind of with, with Carmine Corp. Yeah, he. He won both of those. They almost won EU Masters both times, um, but Cap- didn't this year. So the thing here, guys, now people say that Caps runs the show because, the, you know, Caps had already re-signed with G2 mm-hmm. until the end of 2024. So he re-signed earlier last year for that contract. I guess. So, may- so maybe Caps was like, I don't want to play with Yankos anymore. I don't know. Because maybe they feel like they hit a peak with that kind of duo. Yeah, I, I didn't think their synergy was off. They needed to move on, but. Yeah. Um, Caps yeah, being but- there, it's fine. <laughs> I think that's okay. I guess. I mean, still play pretty good. Mumbles yeah, but good. anyway, Yike was the best player in LDLC, but also, yeah, remember, who who was his mid laner again, MSK? I want you to say his name. It's Ika? Yeah, uh, imagine going from Ika to Caps. You know, that's, that's a pretty big upgrade, I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> Hansama? This thing, Hansama played okay on Team Liquid earlier this year. Like it's, it's crazy he's now. literally just getting this because they're like we're giving him a pass because it was the team liquid disaster. There was, there was basically it was just NA just ruining him is probably what they're thinking. I think Hansama looked pretty okay, not what Team Liquid was paying this guy to play. But you know, it's crazy how he played the way he did on Team Liquid, and he's gonna be on G2. That is ridiculous. Mickey X was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna explore my options, goes to Excel. Fails there and goes back to G two, and Mickey uh, X didn't really play that well himself. But they but Hansama and Mickey X played together on mid misfits before in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So I, I definitely that. think uh, you know G, the fact that G two picked uh, 
flacked last year o- over Han Sama, Reckless, and Jack Spectra is uh, yeah, and now and now where all the players have landed uh, this year is just you know uh, what the fuck were they doing last off season with that move? Well, they had Dylan Falco manning the moves. I think. I don't know where G2's roster finishes up. I don't know. I think maybe they'll be top four. They're usually always top four. They're usually never anything lower than that. I just don't know how Yike is going to perform. Broken Blade looked pretty bad this year. I mean, he was turbo sprinting. Again, he was, he's like the best jungler uh, you could have possibly got in from the, uh, just the whole bottom league what? circuit thing. They could have gotten fucking, uh, what was it, Gilius. <laughs> They, they, they could have got Zanzara, you know? Imagine if they kept Zanzara on Heretics. They would have had a, a team of literally a Japanese player, a Russian <laughs> player, and, and a Korean player. But EU never gets... You know, trashed on for their imports, even though they literally have multiple players on different regions. Yes, yeah, I, again, every single thing... EU fans have ever trashed on NA4, they literally do the same thing. It's literally the Xbox versus PlayStation fucking console worship all over again, where PlayStation does the exact same shit Xbox does 24-7, if not worse, but only Xbox gets shit on. It's hilarious. Yeah. It, it's the same shit again. Alright, so that wraps up our LEC 2023 Spring Split teams. Now we're gonna talk about the LCS teams. So... Um, this was the big one. I guess you could say the biggest one to come out. Jensen leaving Cloud9 because we knew early on Cloud9 was going to move on from him, and he's going to play for Dignitas. Yeah, Jensen. Also, they, 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 also, they officially are making their announcement roster announcement. Cloud9 on the twenty third. They announced that on the Stratus thing. Sources: Midlaner Jensen has reached a verbal agreement with Dignitas in the LCS. Jensen joining Dignitas. Never thought I'd say that in my life. I those words I never thought. Yeah, would even I, I, my I mouth. think it's genuinely again, unless Dignitas is, it's it honestly feels like Dignitas is like their system. Like as much as I mean the meme the systems with Cloud mm-hmm. Nine, it actually seems like their fucking systems in place for the last three years are just fundamentally flawed and need to be changed no matter who they sign. But mm-hmm. unlike all the other teams in the league, even fucking Immortals, um. But otherwise, yeah, no, I think this is actually a good move for him. He's probably and, the best midlander they've ever had, ever played for their org. Yes, because I, I again, as as they could have done the last two years, I think, yeah, just the team that Dignitas can build around him with free agents with Santorin. Yeah, I think they'll they can make worlds. They should probably think about doing well in spring first. I think. Huh. Uh, how, about mean, just, who, how about just having a 500 record? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So they have Armut, Santorin, <laughs> Jensen. Uh, I don't like Spawn, really, Spawn but and, and I don't really... Ignar. Yeah, I don't really like their bot lane. Like, I, I think, again, they could have got an Afro move back. I think that would have been better. And then I think they could have... Uh, there, there are just loads of ADCs out there in the NA circuit that, that, that deserve more of a chance, in my opinion. That would be better. More upside, I mean... All right, so Diggs' roster is uh, Armut, Centaurin, Jensen, Spawn, and Ignar. I don't know what people were smoking when they were telling me this shit, but Armut did not play good in the LEC. He looked bad. But he's an upgrade over Gamsu and whom? So, I guess, Centaurin, I think... 
Santorin, I think, looked pretty good on Team Liquid despite fucking Bjergsen fucking uh, doing uh, he, he was of... He was their best player. Santorin's a massive upgrade over Zayu. Jensen yeah. did not play well in spring. He played pretty bad. He played kind of clutch in the playoffs, but he still wasn't playing good. And at Worlds, he got mega gapped by everybody. Yeah, mega uh, gapped uh, again, by Humanoid. How, did pe- how did people actually think he was going to stay on Cloud9? Like this bitch above me? Me? Hello? Yeah. Hi. I'm sorry. That this was always just going to be a, a for the split. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No. I I think the thing here is people got to factor in. If you play badly on a top tier org at any point, they just get rid of you. That's just how top tier orgs function. You know, doesn't matter yeah. if they like you. Like like I I might like you, but I want to win, so you can get the fuck off. I'm gonna go change you out. That's how it works yeah. with top tier. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, may- maybe this could be now na- na- that double lift. You know, got. Fuck the last second by Unforgiven, which I mean, thank God though, keep that guy out of the league. I mean, this could be his or Sneaky's last chance to try to get back in the LCS again with Dignitas over Spawn. Like, it, it, like, and they could have joined it just like Santorin and Jensen. They could have an impact and someday they could have an Ignar and all that. They could have joined Dignitas for the last two years. They just didn't. But they, they could have built this team all along. But uh, do, do you think that's a possibility though? That dig like last second will get double lift or sneaky instead no. of doing I, I think double lift a player would ever join dig ever. Uh, well, with the with Jensen and uh, nope. Santorin, okay. I mean, they had those they had those issues before where double lift thought that Jensen was the one that got him off Team Liquid when they were having those issues. So I, I uh, well, well, double lift literally said he want he wanted them to keep the 2018 roster together instead of they wanted to keep uh, X Miffy Poe Belter. Uh, impact. Double of his party. Yeah, that he, he wanted to actually keep Ole instead of getting Corjeje. <laughs> but <laughs> what? Double is not smart. If you're doesn't have it, have the Double of also suggested Broxa and got mad at Team Liquid for kicking X Smithy when uh, they it, lost in 2018. What? Who over yeah. uh, Ole. But again, it's yeah. because it's because he has a bias. A boner for his friends, and we all saw on that uh, again. I, I don't know if you watched the Seven Days Out uh, documentary episode, of, you know about that. Well, I haven't thing. finished it, but I watched. I watched it like first half hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could definitely see. Yeah, their best player, especially after all that. So, uh, yeah, that's probably why he just has a. Again, Doublet always just has a bias for his friends playing. Yeah. Always. All right. Um, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't make you the smartest player in the world. Yeah. I hope he knows that. I, I think Spawn had a few okay games. I, I don't know. I've, I haven't seen much from him in the LCS to really judge him. He had a few okay Jinx games, but I mean, like when Dig were doing their moves earlier this year in the summer split, that was literally just so they could salvage their season. They still ended up not making playoffs. I think for Dig, Worlds shouldn't even be a thought if he was by for Dig. How about? Doing well in spring. How about we start baby steps? Baby steps first. Well, well, we on, Sp- well Spawn spring? is kind of like a he's like an NA. What what they think of him as at least like Kabe, where he'll at least play competent each game. He won't like unlike Neo, he's not like a high risk, uh, mm-hmm. high reward player I, each game. He's a he's a mid. He's like a low risk, uh, mid reward type mm-hmm. player. I would say. I think. The other issue with, with Dig as an org in general is I think people are looking at the roster and not looking at the recent games these guys have played. I, I think at depending on if the, all the rosters shape up the way I think they're going to shape up based on what I've seen so far, this maybe going to be like a fifth, fourth roster. 
Okay. Do, do you think Armut is going to be able to play more champions better in he NA instead of EU? He might actually pop up in the LCS, given the fact that LCS is dog shit. He might actually be one of the best top laners here. He yeah. might be even a top four LCS top uh, laner. Yeah, I, I could see this go, come, go into like a cannon meta and him doing well in that champ. I think Dig also should try and <laughs> get more wins than losses, usually. Well, no, they they, they need steps. to change up their entire system. They need to fire everybody in their coach and staff and just change up their systems. Actually, that's oh, their God. big issue, I think. Uh, also, they should probably not always average out as many wins as they do losses. That's another big thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, but again, and again, like they, they were about to sell their slot to Sentinels before that deal mm-hmm. fell through from a legal reason. So now the fucking like, and, and now uh, they're they're spending this. But but anyway, I, again, like I did not want to see Dignan toss. Like even though it's there, there's esports orgs out there with more money who'd be more competitive. I don't want to see. Like Dignitas or Immortals leave because they're like in long stays I, with the history. I, 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 I rather see, I rather see like Golden Guardians fucking leave. All right, neither so I, of those orgs have provided anything though. Dig left, dude. I promise you, no one would care. As I know. Much I'm as just, say they would. yeah, but I'm just saying if they started trying and like changed up ownership or their structure and just you know keep the just the brand and then you know actually try with the player signing, then then it would be fixed and. They're all well. They they did As plan Chaz A. Says, it's never that easy. The, the, yeah, but they did the first step. Now they actually signed real <laughs> players. Now that's step one. They signed so, real players. You saying Biofrost wasn't a real player? Yes. Uh, uh, to uh, Immortals, they're still working on step one uh, because they're keeping revenge. So <laughs> they, they clearly haven't learned. On step two now, actually win more games than you average out losses. That it's a start there. If they can get more wins and losses, that means not going nine and nine or finishing. I don't know. What if it is last split three and 15? Okay, yeah, <laughs> three and 15. Hey, is death. L- listen, I think they really did hoon dirty. He was stomping them. I fucking hate you. Um, so were, they the, I, were they the worst team or were yeah, they? Yeah, they, they were, they were by the far the worst team. They were competing okay. with immortals to be the worst team. They were like man, going man, neck it, and neck. It, it, well, honestly, no, it was more Golden Guardians, but they had those extra wins, so they made playoffs, even though Immortals should have. But... They had one more win. One. Yeah. No extra. But, they had one more. All it takes yeah. is one win, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I didn't say I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you it's almost that, like. You it's, fucking bastard. It's, it's almost like you shouldn't sign Blue after he played the worst in EU. Wow. But Warren said SK Gaming was good. And and now and now they're gonna they're gonna sign one one three next year after he does the worst in EU all but year. Also worth the same person that kept saying DRX was fraud until the finals, where he had to eat crow. He, he still eat crow. Like uh, oh DRX yeah. ain't that good. Top four. Oh, yeah, they're too uh, fraud. They, yeah, they they wouldn't they weren't at first, but by the time they got to play, you know the top eight, they were like because. EDG was shit, so they were obviously going to beat them. And then after how they looked and after how Gen G looked, yeah, I, I figured they would beat them. And then at that point, I'm like, yeah, I, I have faith they'll complete. Although I don't know why I predicted T1 in, like, the stream. I, I meant to say because DRX. That's the, right, that's the right thing to do. I, 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 well, well, no, no, I think the reason why is because when, when we do these streams, I don't want to look stupid, so I just say the safe choice. But then right when before the match starts, I'm like, Wait no, sorry, DRX to well, myself. No, here is T1 hey, is I, the right option to pick. They played insanely well. No, DRX played away. better. DRX had the ball better. 
That's all it really was. I I, I think... Yeah, well, that's why I thought they would win, just because of momentum. The thing here is, we got to factor in, this happened with um, Damwon last year. Damwon finished second place last year, too. And then T1 finished second place this year at both MSI and Worlds. It's crazy. Plus, it's like a Disney uh, story. Where it's like yeah. death, la- death last run. Yeah, but it is like also re- intensive. I could definitely see that for some because that's NA coaches. Uh, yeah. All right, so uh, Jensen joining Dignitas. I, I like Jensen. I met the guy, talked to the guy. I think he's great. I think this past split was bad from him. If he doesn't play well this year on Dig, I I don't think he gets a team for 2024 actually. But I think people are slightly overrating this roster. I think it's okay, but I gotta see them play. I mean, going off what we just saw, these players. That looks average at best, honestly. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Someday. Someday was crowned 100 Thesis Hall of Fame player, as he should have he been literally with them since they became an org in general in the LCS. He played on with them for all these years, all these splits, won a title you know, with them, went to Worlds, what, three times with them? He, by what I've seen so far, he's joining Evil Geniuses. He's yeah. finally going to leave and join Evil Geniuses. That is... So that would be an upgrade over impact. I think someday played really well this year, honestly. You know, someday was like the best top this year. I don't know how he he never gets MVP nominations. The only time he did was in 2018 when he was like one of the best top laners in the league. Yeah, you know, who who won MVP again this year? This year? It's past split? Yeah, well, well, you know, this this split besides Summit, uh it was I believe Oh, who won MVP this past split? I forgot honestly. I Wait, wait, was it a... Uh, was it an Evil Geniuses player? I, I was thinking I swear, so. Who won, who won was it JoJo? It wasn't JoJo, right? Oh, no, no, it, it, it was not JoJo. It was fucking... Let me look at it right now. MVP Summer LCS. Who won MVP earlier this oh, year? Blabber did. How? I know, it was inspired. It was inspired, I believe. Oh. Inspired won it in spring. No, he won it in summer. And no, inspired won in spring. No, Blabber won Finals MVP. I believe you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Blabber won okay. Finals. Final yeah, it, it, okay. Inspired won it in the regular season this oh, okay. year, and then in spring right. it was Summit. Remember yeah, that? Okay. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're and right. then I believe Danny won Finals MVP in spring. Uh, yeah, you're okay. right. Yeah. Oh no, Inspired's a, it's a fine player to pick. That's he's, he played great. So yeah, but I, yeah, no, it, I, I think honestly think him and someday should have tied, but that's just me. So if you if anyone who's fans of Hundred Thieves. The roster for Evil Geniuses that he's leaving for is Someday, Inspire, JoJo, Peon, FBI, and Vulcan. That looks like a top four roster right there. <laughs> if FBI can come back to form, that is probably a roster you're like, okay, that can get 10 for like a time. Like I said, I I think like I think if he if he better on this team, it was more of a, a system in a hundred seeds because who he holding it back? Who he know? holding back plus mm-hmm. none of them talking to each other. You can't mm-hmm. you you can't literally have to carry the whole game and you need people to like assist you and shit and no one's doing anything. You got Abadaki just like misleading uh man you got closer yeah. doing what the fuck he is in the jungle. Someday <laughs> try to keep the top from crumbling and who he died every five fucking minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah okay so where minutes. where's who he going? Back to Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians. <laughs> All right <laughs> <laughs> to play with stick say <laughs> Wait, they're keeping Stixay? Uh, as of now, they're keeping. It looked like they keep. Why would they Stixay plays like a grandpa with Alzheimer's. Stixay is trash. Stixay is legitimately garbage. I don't know. It, it, listen, if if anybody tells you that you can't accomplish anything in life, 
Just just remember, people, that Stixay has played on CLG for literally five years straight before finally getting replaced, and has now is now going to play for Gordon Guardians as their starter for a third year straight. Just remember, outside of the you know games of lost. So just so just remember that you can accomplish anything as long as you know you, you have the contacts. Yeah, oh, not not the actual play because this six eight plays like like a grandma with crystal four fucking dementia. He's bad. He's legitimately bad. Like I, I I'm happy for someday. Uh, I mean he he's did everything he probably can for the hundred these org. I mean yeah, like there's nothing else you can accomplish there. Like back to back to back finals, won a trophy three times worlds. Constantly kind of top four. They gave he gave him their best record earlier this year, 14 and four. There's nothing else he can really do. Yeah, yeah again, like I give six a like again, yeah, again with his due credit. Like again, he's he's stayed on a an org for as long uh, for the amount just one org for the same amount of time as players like fucking Bjergsen. Um, what else was it? No, yeah, the, the, the roster's also kind of being finalized. That's just one I've seen from the Travis video. I already did my response video to it. It should be up in a like tomorrow or earliest, but with the hundred thieves, that hundred thieves roster, tenacity, closer, Bjergsen, double lift, and Busio. Now, Spica, if he doesn't go with hundred thieves, he'll go to FlyQuest because he's yeah, got a pretty. Uh, offer I, I on thought Unforgiven was now replacing double lift. The thing here is, he might be playing for their academy team. What? What? I well, uh, well, I'll I'll say, well, uh, well, they're they're probably competing for the spot. Uh, Well, this is actually uh, this is what I think. They'll they'll give double lift like the first at at least half of spring because they don't want to just fuck him over after making the (laughs) agreement. They don't want to like you know, but uh, it's sort of like in the same way of uh, you know soul with solo. Then they'll like slowly start to put Unforgiven in as as long as Double If just doesn't randomly pop off or Unforgiven is playing worse than him. I think that's what will happen. But um uh, but I will say this is why um again Nemesis fucking memed before like how he got an offer from an academy team on his stream. But it's like this is why you make the because offer because if you're remember this is Academy coach not the org itself like the LCS org this is just you know the Academy coaches like making offers to like players to try to get them to play for their academy teams and it's like uh, you never know what will happen you have to at least try like i'm sure nobody thought like unforgiven would fucking sign with an na academy team but here we are because of the circumstances you have to at least try this man makes sense on on some fronts because we know how spring goes if spring fails for some of these teams they're going to want to pick him up Yep. And then they can just sell him. So it's not the worst move ever because if you pick him up for cheap, because Mad Lions are going to get him, Mad Lions need money. They're going to offer him to Hunter Thieves. They'll pay you some money for him. Then if a team kind of tanks in spring, he's playing. He's We know Unforgiven is a good player. Another LCS will just buy him. So that's, they get the benefit of both worlds. They get Double If, essentially a franchise player, kind of for the time being. And if Double If tanks, potentially they have Unforgiven themselves. You know, it's going to work out. I, I mean, that's a good plan. The thing here is, why would you pick Spica over Closer? I don't know how that would ever work. There's yeah, no I... way. 
Like, I get it. They have synergy. That's cool. But Closer is way better than Spica. Like, it's not yeah, Clo- Closer was, like, this. Yeah, he was the second best jungler last year besides Inspired. Uh, yeah, he was literally about as good as Inspired was. Well, but my thing is, does Closer want to stay with 100 seeds, though? That's the real I think choice. he's the only play- – from what we know, he's the only player that they want to keep, potentially. But my th- yeah, no. They, they want to keep him, but does but he want to keep them? Stay? That's the question. Okay, if you put him around double from Beerus, he might go, you know – yeah, let's go, dude. Let's do this. <laughs> oh my god! He might go, let's, you let's, you let's failed go. that accent. Well, let's go why to the bula. Why the fuck did he? He kind of sound like Fez when Fez tried to sound Italian. <laughs> it, it, that it, show. It, no, he kind of sounds like a, a pop culture corner. If he had a, a, a higher pitch voice instead of deeper, that's what he would sound like. Oh Jesus! Oh god! Yeah, let's go to the gulag, boys. I want to get fucked in the ass by someday. No, you definitely sound like he sound like that motherfucker from Modern Warfare too. You fucking <laughs> fuck the original one, not this bullshit. Yeah, that's what you sound like. You sound like that fucking Russian dude. Hey Nico, let's go bowling. Yes. <laughs> I love Griffin out of four. Oh, that was a good game. So that that's my my thing, guys. I mean, someday leaving Hunter these makes sense. I mean, we knew this roster was gonna be all together by the end of this year. I, I mean that that was pretty well, you know, thought of. I mean by the by the by the end of the LCS uh, final, that's you're like, yep, this is done. <laughs> yeah, are, are, are they just signing uh, the players with like the most uh, viewers on their Twitch streams? Is this Hunter <laughs> Thieves now? I mean Here's the thing. Hunter Thieves are always the order that we got a good academy system, blah, 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 uh, blah, blah. You know, blah, th- th- this is like when T1 signed Suck a Noodle for Valorant. If you have a name called Suck a Noodle, you need to stop playing video games. Suck but noodle, well, what? He won the CSGO major from Cloud9, remember? So, my thing here is orgs are always talking about their academy prospects. Hunter Thieves always talk about that. Yeah. Okay, if you have faith in them, finally play them. If you think they're that good, you play them. Is that that good? Well, well come on, man. They, they, they can't play well because he's black. They were supposed to play Tenacity this year. Six-man roster. They gave Tenacity two lock-in games. He didn't play LCS games, people. Yeah, and <laughs> that fair. was actually, like, bullshit. To be fair, because- Someday did bounce back because they brought Tenacity in because Someday was sucking last year. They brought him in for that. Someday actually bounced back really they, hard. They, so. Yeah, they still did him dirty not to play him at least a few LCS games, but... Papa Smithy's like kind of black, so he's like, I can't have the white man getting above me in this order. Uh, you know, he, he, he can't play well because he's black, all right, so they can't <laughs> have that. Um, they got rid, rid of who he – I hope Busio can play with Doublelift, and Doublelift's a hard guy to play with in lane, people. It's, I hope Doublelift doesn't wreck Busio's mentality in lane. I hope he doesn't. Uh, he, he literally said he doesn't want to play with any NA support because they're trash. That's what he said when he – literally uh, what he said verbatim. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he said when he was trying to look for uh, a team and failed. It's like, you do realize there are good NA supports out there, right? And, and Busio's one of them. So if Busio plays like shit, I'm honestly going to blame it on Double Lift. I, I mean, I'm sorry. How does this guy get back on a fucking LCS team? I am so fucking... He's going to be like 40 years old and he's, he's going to get on another team somehow still. This is insane. Oh my fucking God. It just put sneaky on a dignitas at this point. Let's all no. let's have all all the old people from retirement that come man back. Is to not LCS. coming back. I know you love sneaky, you fucking weirdo, but he is not coming back. Well, no, well, I mean, I love him as a player. Uh, he, no, he definitely has. Dude. He, he definitely has some uh, takes that are a little. Uh, he definitely oh, says some. He says some things that are uh, definitely. Uh, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. 
Just, that's all I'll say. I mean, he, he was a substitute, you know, before he joined Cloud9, he was a substitute for Dignitas for like two months. He, he is fine with his life fucking his girlfriend and turning into a woman. What? <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. he was robbed of that cosplay competition, I'm saying. Huh. Well, that's the thing there with someday FBI. I'm glad FBI gets a team. I think people were not too harsh on him. I think he definitely deserved the criticism he got. But, you know, people understand bot lane is a lane where if you're supporting, you aren't like in sync. It, it looks really bad. Yeah, so, but who he had some good plays on a Moo after he died 10 times. So he's yeah, better. He looked, yeah, it looked good, good on Leona when he ran in with no eyes. Yeah. He's Asian, so his eyes are like this anyway. So he can't hey, hey, what? Wait, did you see his Soraka game? So, man. So, so, yeah. so those Leona games? You see, we're at Worlds where they're playing up against uh, Flying Chinks, and he threw his um, he threw his Amumu alt and kip and completely whiffed. Yeah, I saw that. I'm just sitting there like, yep, okay. Yeah, but you, don't you, know, know. you know, well, CFO was just the best team that tournament. Exactly. Right. They won. They literally lost every game after that. <laughs> So yeah, well, sadly, there was like a glitch in the system, so nope, no, they okay. can't see, they literally couldn't see the fucking keyboards. Yeah, the glitch would call who he played, <laughs> played champions where all he missed. Like, dude, he, he was just uh, it was, it was just they're like, fuck, you're sitting there, and you, you're rooting for 100 C's, knowing like, <laughs> it's it like you're watching a little a legitimate train wreck. <laughs> you I was know it's hoping, gonna crash. I was just hoping, oh. I was like, can I just get a win? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you, you know, my man is begging. Literally, every hundred these player, they were like sniffing cocaine because they could not hit alts. Closer missed every alt. Remember when? Who's the jungler for RNG? It was Way, right? Remember when he's playing yeah. Vi and he leaped in with his alt and Abadage Zanya's when he has a Victor Gravity Field? I was like, oh my god, <laughs> so bad. Why would you zone me of a gravity field? It'll just it'll just stop her. Mm-hmm. It's literally how oh fuck. They weren't even using their abilities right. If your team can't even use their buttons correct, just all oh, just stop. Just stop. Get off the team. Just unplug uh, the team. Uh, okay, hey. Who, who do you think is gonna have a harder language barrier? Uh Photon and Bow for Vitality or Eevee and Ruby for Heretics? That's, I don't know, honestly. Wait, both. <laughs> Imagine trying to communicate with EP. <laughs> they all speak the same, though. Like, Bowen chase. Wait, wait Bowen. EP will just communicate by doing his thumbs up. That's what. That's all else do. Well, you know, because it's probably gonna be worse on Vitality. Bo is Chinese and Photon is Korean. They're not. Yeah, uh, actually, I, I forgot. Yeah, EP actually, you know, he does. Uh... He doesn't know he, English. He knows if, if he's no, spoken. Yeah, Dragon no, he Ball does know terms. some English because in game before every game starts, he's like, uh, he's like blank. I love you so much, biggest fan. Before the game what, starts, in what game. is they spoke their, their their rap language to each other? Yeah. What if they talk like Dragon Ball Z characters? No, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I really wish Bo was on Heretics instead, so we could have yeah, Japanese, Chinese, and Korean player all <laughs> all the same team. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So that, that. Okay. Um. You'll be mi- missing Abadage next year. I. I. I don't know, man. Like, I personally would have gotten rid of him over over Bjergsen. At least not Bjergsen. Get get you someone else. You know, like Bjergsen played about as well as Abadage did. So not, are you really getting anything that much better? Because they want to win LCS. Does Bjergsen give you that chance to win LCS? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. 
I, I, really I don't, don't know, but at this point, you, you can't go. The you can't issue keep the same is, roster. The I issue mean, is you can't go. The issue is you can't go back to Abadage. Yeah. That's the that's the sad part. You can't go back to him because yeah. you saw you saw how mentally fucked up he was. Jensen and Beard and Jensen and Dublin aren't going to play on the same team together anymore. That's not going to happen. But so yeah, Abadage fucking played like he was just bending over doggy style. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and look, I, I want to see Sean play up against fucking Chovy and say the same shit. Oh yeah. I think Clowndine's gonna win worlds this year because they have listen, because they have Deplex on his on their team and he's uh German and Russian. That's a deadly combo. Just ask the Jews. Okay. Uh right. Uh Meanly gets banned off Twitch the next day. Um so you get banned because it's like your <laughs> channel. You have a uh, also, Dardock is uh, went from coaching an LCS team to now playing for a college team, so that's good. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that pretty much wraps up all the the rumors. Uh, the last thing to talk about is Sean's favorite team. He loves this guy, TSM. TSM have been having some some issues lately. Hey, hey, uh, I wonder who called a years ago saying that, that their friend you made all that their, their friend works for TSM, and I revealed. That yeah, there never uh, happened. Ever. Yes, I. Who was it again that said that FTX that was doing fraudulent, happened. fraudulent shit? And yeah, that's what happened. Sean well. did this shit. Here, I'm gonna show you guys what Sean did. It's exactly what he's basically the geekosity of league rumors. That's literally what Sean is. <laughs> fuck off! Don't compare me to geekosity. This is Sean's sor- source. Nah, you fucking nah. idiot. <laughs> nah, but ever okay. You better. <laughs> You remember I said like you asked me about crypto. I said it's not good. It's it's, it's not good. The cup just comes out of nowhere. It starts doing. Yeah, and look really at the well. reply below. Stupid cracker award. <laughs> Fuck you. You got ratioed. So, TSM partnered up with FTX for a big, huge sponsorship deal. Now the caveat with that is FTX is also a sponsor of the of the LCS. Now the LCS is going to be fine because that's owned by Riot and they're owned by Tencent, and Tencent could just wash away the money problem. They're washing away. I don't like you. Um <laughs> Taiwan number one. So TSM finally removed the FTX official from the local. Now, this is the thing. For TSM, they had a TSM FTX jersey. I managed to get one before that went away. So that is a collector <laughs> item I own by myself. I should have probably got the white jersey. Now they, they put yeah, up but with but the they Wong Brazil and India through their name, so it's still bad, you know. They, they, they all partner up with, with the Wong Dong Ching Chong anime, My Hero Academia, which is fine. I love the anime. So this was Ew. their this was their response to the FTX bankruptcy situation. After monitoring the evolving situation and discussing internally, we're suspending our partnership with FTX effective immediately. This means that FTX branding will no longer appear on any of our or team and player social media profiles and will also be removed from our player jerseys. This process may take some time to complete as some social platforms have made changes to their product features. TSM is a strong, profitable, and stable organization. That is bullshit. With forecast profitability this year, next year, and beyond. The current situation with FTX does not affect any part of of TSM's operating plan, which was earlier set this year. You know what? As they say that, they fired their whole academy roster. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, their plan was to just go cheap, so yes, there, but, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is, when they say that, okay, now, first off, you're not actually very profitable. Okay, you're profitable, you're technically profitable in the same way, like, but no more than the majority of 
top esports orgs are, and don't you fucking dare say something. Don't. <laughs> I, I I loved your. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't don't actually send that bitch. Yo, you fucking idiot! He's gonna toss a screenshot. Like, can people stop harassing me? And then you're gonna get attacked and. Fucking you are an idiot. Oh, good lord. Okay. Uh, okay, um, listen, the profit you're no know, more profitable than majority of esports orgs that are, you know, known they right. Before? No, no, yeah, here's they the thing. They deal, they are right? not profitable in esports. They're, they're profitable in merch selling and fucking streaming. All right. Yeah. But in esports, you are not profitable. You're a fucking peasant org and say and you're not actually that very well, profitable. Well what that guy's saying. Um TSM you are washed up as shit. TSM are apparently do have always did very well by that Blitz app that they actually own. That Blitz apparently makes them profitable by everything that I've kept up with them. But you never know. That's obviously they have to say that kind of shit. So some people were talking about Soul, right? And they were men men mentioning the fact that well, well, okay. Basically, TSM wanted to offer him like 60k to live in like LA. Now people factor in. I live in California myself. Living in LA on 60k would not really cut it. Just being honest here. Now, if, even if he streamed consistently, it still wouldn't be enough. Literally, if you make 60K in LA, I don't live in LA, but if you did live in LA with 60K, your rent would be like 60% of that. I don't know how much you, you calculate out of that shit, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. That's not sustainable. He would literally have to have roommates. I'm pretty sure. Someone said, but that, he would only have had to pay rent, right? TSM offered him no housing. Okay. So, yeah, you're paying electricity, gas, wherever you live. It depends on what kind of situation your, your apartment does. But, yeah, that's not worth it. I I, I would have just said no All myself. Right. You, you wasted uh, – this org wasted tens of millions of dollars in a facility that is failing. You, you idiots. Me. You <laughs> idiots. You spent the majority of your profit on a fucking facility that's failing. You idiots. You, you imbeciles. Also, the streaming – like the uh, like yeah, all their streamers are leaving again. Uh, uh, they are. Uh, I swear to God, TSM has to be like the uh, like ninety five percent of the players and streamers they have ever signed throughout their fucking history. Like then, like a year later, end up being the most toxic motherfuckers ever. Yeah, it, they it's did, actually hilarious. Find the guy who got banned for thirty days for saying I'm a fuck, I'm a fight, I'm a fight you if I see you in public. Like TSM listen, did, oh, main moderator is dunk. Remember the day fired that girl because she, before she even knew what TSM even was, before she even became a part of TSM, she had said some weirdly non-race, some weirdly on the borderline kind of racist shit. But she remember deeply apologized for it. She said, "I didn't mean to say that I was I was younger back then." And TSM found that, and they're like, "No, nah, no, nah, you're fired." What the? And by that time, it was like two years removed. She's definitely yes. a much different person compared to yes, then. Yes, but but then you're gonna have people like uh, let's see, Dunk Leffen in your Leffen's award. A, Leffen's a cool dude. Shut up, you fucking <laughs> imbecile. Leffen's a dude. Right? And, and let's see, and Greek God X. We have diamond hands, and this partnership is gonna take TSM FTX to the moon. Anyway, uh, anyway, as I said, I need to read as I reported, uh, 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 listen, you didn't as report. Real, you need min Are you Mikey Sutton's son? As I reported a year ago on the MSK stream, 
Not only was FTX doing fraudulent shit, but now, now this will probably not happen because they also oh, Criffin that that go down below. Criffin, go down below. Yeah, this motherfucker right there, Griffin Lull below. Oh, okay. this fucking incel was him and Dunk were the fucking incels on that Discord who banned me because for trolling because I a made a joke. And B said that Chime would be, be a better support than their options. And now look what happened. You fucking. I hope you fucking grab a rope and just fuck off in life. You, you can <laughs> oh, go God. kill yourself. Well, well, tell me how you really feel. But anyway, it won't happen. But they were also, as my friend. They're doing crack! They're doing crack! He works for them and he does. He handles like money shit. They were. TSM was doing fraudulent shit with their FTX money as well. Like, shit they, that breaks the law. But they're not going to... Don't worry. They, they'll be good because they, they definitely won't investigate. And if they do, then they'll have, uh, you know, Reginald investigate for them like the last time. Okay. So don't worry. They'll be good. Uh, so my thing here is... Okay, so TSM announced in their little update video that they were also building another facility. TSM has a facility... But they said they hired a lot more people, but they needed to build another facility because they yeah. hired more people, okay? And they also did that around the time period they got the FTX sponsorship. Okay, yeah. now the FTX sponsorship is no more. How are you still funding that facility? Guess guess who our new um, owner is? El Chapo. <laughs> it's going to be so good. I, I, I mean, he, he has more class in TSM and Reginald. Let's not fucking... Go down there. Hey, our new oh, sponsor shit. is um Putin, right? He can bring great equity to our I, I mean that, that I mean that's uh, better luck than fucking anything TSM's done for the last six years, so I'll take it. Oh my god. You yeah, know, TSM, and we'll be donating to Russia for the war. TSM outside of league, well, they've always did decently well in league and decent, I mean rare minimum decent. Their other esports pop off for them, like uh, Rainbow Six, Apex, no. Smash. Leffen is a good Smash player. Yeah. Smash somewhat, but they no. Le Leffen is board. not one of the Leffen best. Is, Smash. Leffen's one of the best Smash players of all time. And Rainbow, Rainbow. no, he is oh, not. Fuck off! What are you got? Leffen, <laughs> Leffen had a yeah. an amazing drugs. like he had an amazing like two years, and the, and even then he wasn't like the number one. And then You're that's on it. Drugs. No, yes, no, he, he's no, he's, he's up there as one of the top one, but he's not here. like uh, okay. In the, Sean, that Sean, 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 Mr. Canadian man, here. No, fuck you. you. Don't play Sean, that. Sean, this is for you. What they do is they grab wads of shit from the crack of the asshole, and then what they do is throw it at the wall, and they hope that it sticks, but the shit's not sticking. <laughs> right? I have shit proof. Like defenses all around me. So when you You're throw it, it, it play. just doesn't impact us. That's what when he does in Smash. He just throws shit at the ball. Yeah. Let's, you are on drugs. No, he's he's like top twenty, yeah. but he isn't like top five. That's what oh. I mean, dumbass. What would you say to me? Of course, they stay the ass. Oh my god, you fucking imbecile. Take Biddy Tuesday. Uh, uh, anyway, and then Rainbow Six, like no, their they, their team was excellent at first, but and they they still are great, but they're not like uh, a top in that either. And again, they they mainly they only won like a few, you know, regional oh. things. They haven't like won any huge things. I was looking at their team. Well, what did you say? Anyway, and then, uh, listen, TSM is the same. They they're like the opposite of team Team Liquid. Uh, there are teams. There are teams in every other esport besides League of Legends. Wins 
mate, mate rent wins the top titles in games that are at, in games that actually has a value, while TSM does it in the games that uh, mean shit. Huh. So yes, Leffen is one of the best melee players of all time. Fuck no, off with that guy. He's says. top twenty. He is not top, top five 20. or one of the best. You're gonna say Zane's better? I think uh, Zane's pretty good actually. I'm not saying. Uh, yeah, probably. But he's not. The guy who plays high. Pikachu is actually pretty good. Axel, Axel, that his name? Axel or yeah. some shit? Yeah, Axel is yeah. pretty good. I need to. We need to watch more competitive melee. That shit is so fun to watch. Yes, it's somewhat. And I, uh, also, by the way, and, and for the record, you do not get to be called the best uh, melee player of all time if you fucking play Jigglypuff. Oh, that's an auto. That's, that's an automatic. Dis- that's an automatic disqualification if you play Jigglypuff. Is it? I love the span line of thinking. Unless you win the way he wants to, it doesn't count. That's not no, a, a, any <laughs> camp besides Jigglypuff. You're no, he's a bitch. not wrong because Jigglypuff hitbox with the thing. Jigglypuff yeah. is actually broken. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. Uses it. Delphi and yeah. Melee, if you if you if you're if you're auto pick in Jigglypuff, I'm looking at you like all right, cool. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Kirby because like Kirby like is bullshit, but Kirby does like and it says counter Jigglypuff to a certain degree. Like mm-hmm. I I'm pretty sure for a lot of a lot of people this Mango is gonna be the best player of all time for a lot of people. Mango definitely yeah, should oh, be the best. Mango literally is he has like how many titles longevity and everything titles like okay hey man this levin said the the last year i went to evil before you know the chinese virus ate us all alive um <laughs> levin said i'm gonna win evo 2019 went there and won it what a legend that is come on that's okay, something that, that, okay that happened like once and plus that happened like once acting like as that's easy to do yes I, I told you he had i told you he had a great one or two years but then ever since then no i swear you probably like fucking what's that guy who plays captain falcon Wizrobe, yeah Wizrobe. you probably like because yeah. you probably look like him too you fucking right. like all look the same to me all right he, he, he's like he's like a wannabe and then he tried being like a wannabe sonic fox and failed in other games he played other games very, you're a hate it's because you hate you're a hater you're literally warren for tsm oh my god all right yeah i, I bet you you're the type of bitch who got triggered over sonic fox's side swap in that evo i don't like you and sonic fox is black and i don't follow black people out of all the things you could call him, you bring up his race. Wait, um, VG Boo Boo Camp. Wait, they unsubscribe me from VG Boo Camp? That's all I was watching, all, all those fucking Smash games. So. <laughs> I, I love watching competitive melee. I can't really play it that well, but, you know, I like watching it. Well, well listen, I, I, really, I really like the Super uh, Smash Bros, you know, where they, uh, where, where the, the, the grab. You watch the old ultimate gameplay? I I did. I kind of. I like I ultimate, but I go to melee. Melee is like. No, I love the Smash ones. No, I love this. It's the Smash Bros. You know where they had the uh, the the last uh, you know, grand finals ever at Evo and, and until they moved to ultimate, and then they just had uh, bayon two bayonettas uh, dancing for five minutes in the finals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> refusing to fight. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, the thing here is like I liked watching ultimate. I, I did, but I think I just naturally liked watching Melee more. I think the personalities in Melee are a lot more. No, no the Wii U attractive. was way better, guys. Just shut up. Get just, just don't speak to uh, me. <laughs> Melee's gameplay is, is more is more simplistic. Like it, it's uh, like simple yet high skilled when you're talking about like the top me- Melee is the most skilled. Yeah. Ultimate. There's not like players I literally it's not like I can't follow. Ultimate. It's just I don't know. 
it's not as fun to watch competitively as melee, you know? Because so many champions are so many uh, characters are just uber broken. Like how Shaw says about uh, Jigglypuff and melee. If you mm-hmm. play is Bayonetta and one other uh, character melee and uh, melee and, and ultimate. If you pick up, I'm, I'm just looking at you like, all right, cool. What's Kirby at? Like I'm just I'm I'm just gonna yeah, no no, I'm no. Just gonna troll Ultimate you. is one of the most overrated games of this uh of the decade. It's literally oh, just man. like it's like M- MCU the game. This man people, says that about every game. Yeah, people ca- people care more about what character gets revealed than the actual game itself because the actual game itself, while while it's great, it's nothing amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because the best Smash games to me are always. Melee and I think maybe Ultimate's like the second best by default. Yeah, by default because Brawl, 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 is- Brawl got to the point where they made a bootleg version of it. Like someone created it that was actually a better version. And they made Meta Knight like uber broken. Like why? If someone auto picks Meta Knight, you might, you might as well just give up the game. No, no. You should play you, a mirror match and not winning. No, the, the only way you can beat Meta Knight in a, in a, in a, in, without mirror match is Kirby. Because he, he can just mimic all his powers. It, it's just bullshit. Yeah. But well, like, now no. we have something else to talk about on, on these streams now. I don't know you guys watch Melee, actually. I used to play Melee. Yeah. Like, I Same used here. to be like yeah. the person that was, that was the practice person for a lot of people. That's why I would just play Kirby and just beat a lot of people. It's like, oh, and then like, I see a guy a champion. He's like, oh, yeah, I play Jigglypuff. I look at him like, oh, okay, you one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> I call so <laughs> Also, guys, before we head out, I actually have to go in a little bit. Uh, before we head out yeah. tonight, I'm gonna start playing Valorant. I'm gonna start watching Valorant too. I'm getting set up to stream Valorant later on tomorrow. Actually, um, today I was watching the women play of Cloud Nine versus G2 in the finals. The girls are something. They, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> They're 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 somethings, you know. Uh, well, I mean, Cloud 9s female Valorant team has won like the last six titles. Aren't they the best league. in terms of like just the women's league? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they they stomped everyone. Yeah, but the G two girls said they're better. <laughs> no, <laughs> that that wasn't like the main title anyway. That's just a side thing. But also, they just got actually lucky there. They they, they won't win. I mean, they, I mean, unless the team today, just falls right? off for Cloud9, which could happen soon. Yeah, because today's the finals between the female teams, actually. I don't know these people so far. Why are they, they all act like Carlos. They, they all act like mini Carloses. You Jesus tell- Christ. <laughs> anyway, I will say the one thing I don't think enough uh, people brought up about that DRX win is also – uh, another story is the coaches. Like, I don't think enough people bring up uh, uh, that because, for, first off, they had a coach – um, at the start of the season, they signed in January and February, all right? And he was a world champion for IG, but then he was released for some reason. I forgot the reason, like, I or fired or something, uh, you know, at the start of the season. So then it, it, right after, you know, they were getting everything to get together, uh, all right? So then they had to shove, like, two coaches who were ready into the head coach position uh, to replace a, a guy who won a world championship. It was then fired for doing some shit, and it was M- Mowgli who was, who also a story. Who was literally it, this was his first year as a coach in, in fucking LCK or even League of Legends, and he was also in the T1 org last year, who then they beat in the finals. So his Mowgli. first year as a fucking LCK coach, and then uh, S Song was the head coach, and um, 
I don't know if you know the history of S Song. D U M S K. S Song. I remember these yes. guys. Yes. Yeah. He, he's been coaching since 2013. Well, he played. He was there, the starting mid laner for in 2012 to 2013 for Najin, for Najin, and then uh, since 2013 has been coaching for teams, and he's been coaching like every contender. Almost every contender for LCK who was expected, you know, go to Worlds and like possibly win it over uh, SKT, but then just failed. Like uh, Coop Tigers, Rocks Tigers, Najin, uh, Long Zoo Gaming, and, and then eventually after all those failures and and then failing to like you know fucking actually do anything with teams he should have with, he then just went to NA and and then he also he, he would coach that Immortals team, I believe that. Went on that hot streak, like seventeen and one, but but then fucking failed, you know, to make even make worlds later. So then, and then he went to fucking TSM, the coach at best in the West thing with Sven and Miffy. That fucking failed. So then it got so bad his reputation. He coached for Echo Fox in twenty nineteen and CLG in twenty twenty, and he both got released mid season on both of those rosters in, in, in fucking August. And, and then, so then he just, and then later on, he was just like, yeah, they DRX just like <laughs> out of pity gave him a job. as like a positional coach. And, and, and now he just got shoved into the head coach position and won worlds. So, so there's three storylines right there. I think, that, I think that's just a combination of luck. Yeah, it, it is kind of, but still, that is three storylines that I don't think enough people are giving credit in the coat with the coaches. Also, I'll that say is, this before anyone starts playing. Revision, I'll say this before anyone sure. starts playing revisionist history. No way on this earth, Pielsic can change the meta. He was not that good, and was like, you know what? I'm playing Kindred. That's literally what he did. He did that against EDG when they're about to get 3-0. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm gonna go out, I'll just go out playing the shit I like. He picked Kindred, and then they won. He yeah, did no, not no, change yeah, the meta. No, he wasn't great, but it, he, he wasn't bad. Again, people were giving him too much shit. He was solid. Same thing he with Jihon. shit, and then he turned into P.O. sick. <laughs> like, like, no, they, they were solid. It's They had issues, but they weren't, like, at all as bad throughout the years, people said. I think no, they, they were at one point. Oh, I think they only had, like, two wins at one point in the LCK. No, that, 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 that was last year, not this year. No, I think I, summer. They, that was summer was, 20. Oh. That was summer 2021. I remember earlier this year I was watching. They looked like shit. I, that record looked really bad from them. That was probably in spring. They didn't make, did they make playoffs in spring? I think they did. No, in spring, they were good. They were like the fourth. Uh, like they got like fourth or something, but then they lost the first round to a quantum. Six? No, Fred at Shitty on got six. Yes, yeah, they lost to quantum freaks in playoffs, so they got upset in oh, there. Oh, yeah. They went 11 and 7. That's a weird record. Yeah, oh, and, and then they, they went, went like no, and then they went nine and nine, I believe, the or something. Here or eight is and ten and something. They had an easier schedule for their last games. That's the reason why they went eleven and seven. I remember that. Yeah, their last weeks of games, they played uh, Wang Dong, Ching Chong Freaks, Live Jesus Shitbox, fuck. and Nong Shit Red Force. Uh, okay. Their last games were against like the worst teams at that time because they some of these teams actually got better. I think that's uh, the reason okay. why they finished fourth. Son, will I finish three and fifteen? Ain't that some shit? Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say there was like people when they qualified for worlds when people expected KT and uh, Sandbox to be both better than place them. in the regular season. Sixth place, nine and yeah. nine. I remember that. Yeah, they finished nine and nine. Yes, but uh, yeah, but again, people expected KT and Sandbox to be better teams. People thought Quantum Freaks 
was actually as good, if not better, than them. And also in the ver in the five last games when Najin finally looked like a team together, but obviously, you know, they didn't have the record to do anything like make playoffs or anything. People thought they looked better in those games and how uh DRX was like starting to look in summer and in the regional gauntlet. They mm-hmm. they thought all those teams were better than them. It was just uh fucking it was they just won? Fred, it was just Fred at Brion and Home One Life that people thought they were better than them at that point. So they were literally mm-hmm. like people thought they were like the eighth best LCK team going into worlds and that play-ins teams were better than the minor region teams. If anyone so thought that, that, you need to quit being an analyst. No, so that so that's better. yeah, people actually thought like yeah, um teams like fucking uh what's went, their name? They went 2 and 4 in their last BO3s. They literally they went 0-2 against Live Shitbox mm-hmm. and they won 2-0 against Nang Nangshin Red Force which you obviously they were trash yeah. and they lost to t1 0 2 yeah yeah right it was detonation focused me people thought you know that they were better than them is that the their last regular season bo3 was against t1 and they went 0 2 mm-hmm. that is ridiculous yeah but anyway that, that's just to put into perspective how much of like underdogs they were going into that people thought they were like the eighth lck best team okay if anyone said they were worse than playing teams you need to quit playing league go watch competitive fucking call of duty 2 or some shit you're not an analyst well you're well i mean team. i didn't i didn't think they were better than single and buffalo i just predicted single and buffalo because i like predicting they all look the same to you no i, I just oh, jesus fuck I just like predicting upsets, and I thought Sagan Buffalo had that flash and were good. Uh, they, you know, and and they did, but they just didn't have the consistency to actually win as much games as I thought they would. But I, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I just fucking DRX was wasn't. I mean, was was not. I mean, very good, like at the start, but. So, I mean, for people trying to play revisionist history, saying, like, you know, you're all just sleeping <laughs> on DRX the whole time. No, they, they were actually just that generic, un, like, solid, but generic and unspecial, unspecial the whole time. Shouldn't have made it out first seed over RNG. Like, they, they should have made it out just not first seed over RNG if it wasn't for some oh, luck God, there. And, and then they were just, like, got some luck that they were in literally the worst group stage out of the four. But but all right. After that, though, then they improved. But before that, no, it, it they were actually just that unspecial. What Abadage said? What's up, guys? It's Saikuno here, and today we're playing Warrior in the Jungle. What? Jesus. What Christ. the fuck? Well, guys, we're gonna wrap it up tonight. We had a pretty good show. Uh, yep. we're gonna have some more Cloud Nine podcasts. So I think someone asked, what, what, "What do you guys do when the season's over? We just have shows. We just don't talk about league. Essentially, we just talk about whatever. That's just kind of how it works." You know, I mean, we'll have shows where we do our rankings, right? We have the, the the tier list that we usually do every year. Instead of doing rankings, that's kind of generic. We just do the the tier list. We'll have the tier list for the LEC and the LCS when the teams are all when the LCS is finalized. And then after that, we'll just have you know just generic episodes. We're about yeah, but wait, wait, guys, the uh, the the uh, those like League of Legends uh, female tournaments are going on. We can do streams off from that. You know, ah, uh, uh, okay. Uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Because you know, I'm sure, I'm sure that's quality League of Legends. Yeah, uh, uh I'm sure Thorin, you know, would love <laughs> to cast it. Yeah, um, you know, we're, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start playing. Valorant. <laughs> I'm gonna start playing Valorant. Uh, we're, we're gonna start talking more competitive Valorant because you know, uh, Valorant Tour NA is gonna be here, and we're gonna have that as competitively to talk about. That actually has 30 teams. The LCS has 10. The LEC has yeah. 10. Everything. LP. Oh, guys, coming up this year, we're going to have a lot more content for you. We're going to have a new series debuting. 
It's going to be a fun series. We're, we're going to be putting our money where our mouth is, and we're going to have bets with it too. Oh my goodness. So yeah, thank you guys for all the newer subscribers that we've gotten. You know, it's good. I want to hit a thousand subs by the end of the year, but if I don't, it's it's a whatever. Let's try again next year. It's fine, you know, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, there's nothing else to really talk about. Uh Cloud9 are gonna win the split, obviously. We're gonna shit on fucking all these dirty ass uh, LCS orgs, you know. That's how it's gonna work. You guys believe it? Fuck wait, Marin is their fucking head coach, Jesus Christ. Do you live under a rock? Like literally in a rock. I'm not okay. I don't look at the fucking reports actively, dumbass. Yeah, Marin, who played with Faker back in 2015, is TL's head coach. Yeah, you know, I, I actually don't mind that. That's interesting. I've never seen him coach. I, I've seen him on top esports. Yeah, LG. no, this is this is his first time yeah. ever coaching. Ever. Yeah, uh, no, we haven't heard of Marin. I've heard of Marin in forever. I yes, it, it, it was doing. last in the scene in 2018 on uh, top esports. Yeah, yeah, that's when they were called esports. tops. When they were called top sports gaming. Anybody remembers when he joined top esports back then? That was that was jank as fuck. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's God. been fucking four years, Jesus. I mean, if they're gonna have an all Wong Dong Slop Dong speaking roster, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I hope they have an assistant coach with some more coaching experience, though. But I mean, I don't mind that. Because the thing here is, Korean players like to be on the same page. So if you have an all Korean coaching staff, all Korean roster, you're not gonna have any language barriers. You're not gonna have that clashing of culture styles. Yeah. They're all gonna know what each other theoretically is all in theory all each other yeah. really, really wants though you're not gonna have an na player going we should probably play through bot lane right now because it's really good it's like no 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 we're gonna Jesus. play through this lane it's gonna, an american player because like. no, a, a lot a lot of american players will be very selfish for how they want to play the game and not want to try out different styles a korean team i could see them with an all korean roster trying out a lot of di di different shit so i actually think this is an exciting different team liquid you know, yeah, because people like people said, How can you have an all Korean roster? You have three Korean players that are born here or count as import, or don't count as imports, and you get two import Korean players. That's it. If they if the rumor's true and they have Summit, Summit literally beat the shit out of every top laner this past spring. Um, yeah, that would definitely make them pretty good, you know, yeah. Uh, and also, for the record, uh, Charlie, Charlie is still a great coach. I was just a horrendous fit. If it's only the players, Sean, like if Sean likes the guy, he's he gets exuded from you know fucking no, criticism. No, he he literally is. He proved it. That was just like the worst fit ever. He, he could have possibly even see the players. What the fuck? I mean, they're keeping Maple Chime and Solo. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, I think Chime played well. I think Maple played well. Why, why, what, what's wrong well. with that? I mean, besides maybe Solo, but they're gonna pick up Boogie. From what that fucking region he played in, Boogie? Oh, oh from Latin America? <laughs> yeah. Boogie, yeah. What? The same place they got Mia from, and then they, you know, benched him after like three weeks and then never Wait. played him again. Oh my god. Yep, he was from uh yeah, he, he's, he's another Oh my god. He's the he's no no no, he's the same fucking he's another Korean import from the same uh mm -hmm. Latin American team where they I imported the other Korean import Mia from from that league. Yeah, literally, people don't remember. Don't let TSM have this. TSM imported Mia from Estral Esports, played him for like three weeks, benched him, then fired him in Academy. And now they're doing it with Boogie. <laughs> Boogie comes over here and he plays bad. He's going to Academy and he's getting fired. <laughs> no, no, no. He is he is good, but 
they're the other Korean import on their team, Miru, is way better. But I mean, yeah, a, 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 the, his top laner and fucking ADC he played with was dog shit on Estral. Yeah, no, he was good in that league, but Jesus Christ, they didn't even win it though. They choked it because of that base race. All right, Chaz, you want to say anything about what you got coming up this week where people can find you? Yeah, I'm at the Blink channel. Death got some videos coming out soon. You know, I got to take a little finally, break. Yeah, you've been finally putting out some stuff. That's that's good. As long as you keep it up, that's good. Sean's got nothing. He's going to literally just be here with us, guys. That, that's literally how that works. Uh, uh, I so. mean, if you let me out of your fucking cell, then I'll do something. Yeah, <laughs> he's been uh, debating with talking to fucking Jaded consistently about his A24 takes, knowing Jaded hates A24. He just does this mental gymnastic with himself consistently. <laughs> I don't know why he does, but okay. Just something he just locks himself into. Uh, okay, now the... Oh, my God. A24 literally is, the opposite. A24 is literally a... a they're a movie company. They they, they produce some cinema. Some. <laughs> a, a, a cinema, you know, unlike they you. They produce some cinema. You know, the Disney produces cinema with uh, our LGBTQ woke shit. It's going on <laughs> <in> the company. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't wait to watch uh, an 83-year-old Indiana Jones. I can't wait to see A24 produce a Friday the 13th series and it not be weird. That, that, that's going to be fucking fire. This man is capping out his ass. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> X. They're Jason. No, no, gonna, oh, my God. That's a bad movie. I, I finally saw it. Um... No, no. Listen, X, X I'm not saying... That. I'm not saying X and Pearl, are, and I never, I don't know where this rumor came from where I said those films were great. I never did. I said for what they are, they're solid, like general audience slasher films. This and, is what Sean and, looks and, like. And, and in comparison, and in comparison, this is uh, Sean. Okay. He's talking about A24. That's okay, <laughs> that, that, when you talk about fucking anything on this channel because just. <laughs> You keep backtracking, backpedaling, Jesus Christ. Okay, now I'm saying for what they were, yeah, they were solid general audience slasher films. And because in comparison to like all the others that almost all the others have come out in like the last fucking 15 years, it's they're, you know, better in comparison. So I give them some credit there. And they actually had some merits and uh, stuff over the others and a good style. That that That's all I said. And I don't know if for some reason people then took that and turned it into Sean said those are amazing films. Oh, what the fuck? I watched that. It wasn't amazing. What a waste of time. It was a quality film, and you are just a hater. That's what. Yeah, but anyway, if they, yeah, anyway, that gives me faith though that Friday the Thirteenth will at least be solid because I mean those films aren't anything special anyway. So solid is good enough. All right, everyone. Goodbye. I will see you later. See you guys. Um, I'll be posting more. LCS offseason content, uh, whenever LEC Wulu or anyone credible drops it, that's pretty much it. All right, guys. Peace. Deuces. Goodbye.